The following views expressed are those of the speakers and do not represent the views of DOD Arts Components. Pay attention because you are now listening to Permission to Speak Freely. 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 This episode of Permission to Speak Freely is unofficially sponsored by Quizlet. Have you ever realized that you needed to study, but you already hit start on the exam? Don't worry about it. Just open up another window, pull up Quizlet, and Google those answers. Quizlet, for when you need to study and take the test at the same time. <laughs> Easy, know, day. They, they, they going to kill me soon. Quizlet going to kill me soon. <laughs> What's up, man? I know, man. Oh, not much, man. Not what up, much. Man? What's doing? going on, man? I'm doing good, man. I'm doing good. What you been up to, man? Let's talk a little bit. What you been up to? Well, we keep wearing the same color shirts, man. And, um, you know, I want yeah, the, not- the listeners to know like that this is not planned at all. Just like our Quizlet promos. It's just, it's all off the cuff. Like, I do not talk to Damon before we start recording and ask him what color shirt he's wearing. Now, I tell you, and, and the reason why I have this shirt on, you know, I never wear like collar shirts, but it, you know, I was got my Tiger Woods red on today, man. You know what I'm saying? I was out there on the links today, man. You know what I mean? Do you Shot know a what fresh you're doing? 80 something? You know, what I mean? you know, bro, I'm man, I know what I'm doing, man. I yeah. know what I'm doing. I, I had a couple bad holes, man, but other than uh, golf, you know, holes, I had a couple bad ones, man. So, you know, I gotta uh, do a little bit better, but I was still in the 80s, though. You know what I mean? I'm trying to get get that score down to the 70s, man. Um, anybody know how to play golf? They know 80 is pretty decent, so I yeah. gotta I gotta get better, though. Try to yeah. get better, man. Yeah, hey, so you know, I'm up in Rhode Island right now. I'm in the SEA. If you know, if you've been listening, then you know this was inevitable. But before I even talk anything about SEA, all right. So let's give a disclaimer real quick. Let's get this disclaimer out the way. Um, the first one is. The internet, our internet that we're using is janky, could be, right? Because I'm TAD somewhere. I'm in the SEA. And Damon's TAD as well. Where you at, man? I'm in Virginia, man. And we're going to talk about a little bit about that. You know, I'm up here. I got a conference I'm up here at, man. So I'm in Virginia, you know. What you be going to conference. these conferences and stuff for, man? You you starting to so, be like important? You know, a little bit, man. You know, conference yeah. sounds important, don't yeah, know? Yeah, nah, it's, yeah, it's crazy, man. You eating on dirt. Sounds important, I but know how you know, conferences but, go, man. Finger food. You know, yeah, yeah. They had some coffee. That's about it. But uh, yeah. So yeah, man. I'm just you know, in serve those dudes. They do a lot of stuff, man. So they want us on the same page they own. So we come up here and make sure we all linked up and on the same page when we doing these inspections. So yeah, so come up here. So. Dude, so the other day, I think it was Tuesday, man. So we had SCA, you know, a lot of Navy stuff, talk about a lot of Navy stuff, a lot of leadership stuff. Dude, man, I woke up in cold sweats Tuesday. Mm. It was Tuesday, Wednesday morning, I think. And I had a Navy nightmare, man. Have you ever had a Navy nightmare? I I probably have, but it it ain't like, like, for me to remember it, it had to be something crazy. So I don't remember. So I'm going to say couldn't been too crazy. Yeah, dude, I had a Navy nightmare. So the the way the dream, the way, you know, the dream, you know how dreams start, but it's like a whole backstory, this memory that you never saw. So the way the dream started, we're at like a divisional quarters, our departmental quarters, 
the commanding officer is there. It's funny because it's my captain now who's the commanding officer, right? My uh, my current captain. <laughs> um, the CMC is there and it's Lyra. So the CMC is Julia. That's who the <laughs> CMC is for some strange reason, right? It's Julia, right? Uh, and then I'm with my division. And so Junior, well, CMC, he giving me props and I'm a chief. I'm not a senior chief. Uh, CMC, I, I, I don't remember. I might have been. I don't know. I don't remember what I was. Uh, CMC's giving me props for like doing my job. It was like some customer service um, job. I forgot. I don't really know what it was, but whatever it was, I was doing it like running circles around the second classes that I was working with or whatever. Right? It was like I was working with seconds. Um, and I was the most requested rep in my position. Like people kept requesting and requesting. So the CMC was uh, suggesting that I move up to a position of like higher like authority, right? So as this <laughs> all hands thing is going on, um, the captain's talking and CMC keep going back to like me moving up to like a position of higher authority. So eventually the captain like snaps, you know, like this is the problem now uh, that we having on a ship. We trying to put responsibility in the hands of people that can't be responsible, you know? So CMC fired back. Like he's showing you he could be responsible. Like why are we <laughs> letting like one thing determine something else when we ain't done nothing yet? So now I'm confused as hell, <laughs> you know? So after the, you know, after this all hands thing, I go up to CMC and I'm like, yo, like, what's up, man? Like, it's something y'all not telling me. And you know that feeling when like the captain not really looking at you, like, you know, it's like you are, you know, are people on the ship not really looking at you? You like ostracize, like, I can't go anywhere. Like, what's going on? And then like, it's like, I'm an EM and I was still an EM, but they had me doing like admin or some other kind of work that wasn't EM related at all. And that was like the third spot that they put me in, right? <laughs> Because it was like they kept mm. putting me in different spots. But I was like <laughs> working circles around like the people that I, you know, that I was working with. So they kept putting me somewhere else. And it, it was like the same result. So I go to CMC. I'm like, what's up? Like, y'all keep moving me places. You know, I'm doing what y'all saying to do. What's going on that y'all not telling me? Right. So he was like, you know, come to find out I was in trouble, bro. <laughs> like. <laughs> You know, and that's how they do you sometimes. And the Navy, like, they'll uh, tell yeah, you, like, yeah, like they going yeah. through all of it, keep it a secret. So come to find out, bro, I'm in trouble. And, like, everybody know I'm in trouble but me. You know what I mean? Mm. So I'm like, well, what did I do? What happened? Right? So he's like, he's like, yo, the Navy finally took a look at all the stocks that people, this is bullshit. <laughs> he's like, the Navy finally took a look at all the stocks that people been trading. You know, and it was like, yo, they find out that you've been trading some stocks that y'all not authorized to trade in the Navy. He was like, mm. so he was like, it's not just you that's in trouble, you know? So I'm like, it looked like it is. <laughs> like, like, I don't, like, like, <laughs> like, where anybody else that's in trouble at? He's like, it's not just you. It's a lot of people Navy-wide that's in trouble. So I'm like, well, what's the fallout from this? He was like, reduction in rank and you get kicked off the ship. Oh, <laughs> you know, <laughs> and I was senior chief, and I'm like, yo, like, you know, I'm not even a chief. I, I just, I just knew, you know, because we'll talk about how long it's taken me to get paid for senior chief. But like, 
I just knew that I felt like I was going to get busted down to a first, you know? And mm-hmm. then I'm like, damn, that's a long path. And now I'm like, so now I'm down. You know how it gets dark. I know sellers done dealt with this shit. Like when you're in the middle of getting in trouble and it's just dark for you, like, like, dang, like yeah. gloomy. So, and that's how it was for me. Mm-hmm. I'm like moping around and shit like that. But then I'm like, yo, should I just quit? Like, should I just be like, yo, I'm done. I'm not about to get busted down two ranks or whatever like that. Or should I like show them that I could make it again or whatever like that? Should I take this and show them that I can make it again? Like, you know, like we tell sellers to do. Yeah. I run into uh, a a senior chief of EMCS that pretty much uh, took my job um, because I couldn't do it no more. Um, And it's funny because who it was is... uh, I don't want to say her name, but a shout out to her, though, is uh, Marie. Um, I, I'm not going to say her name, but she is an EMCS on, on, on DDG 118. Um, so she's who I ran out to. She's who I ran into. And she was like talking to me. She's like, she's like, what's wrong? You know, bro. You know, and I'm like, yo, they they got me. Like, you know, like they found out I've been trading stocks. I wasn't supposed to trade. You know, and I'm like, yo, I, I don't even really know like this shit, you know? And then she's like, you know, she's like, and CMC said the same thing. He's like, well, if you trade in stocks, you should have figured out which ones you could trade and which ones you couldn't trade. Like you shouldn't oh just, my God. you know, gotcha. you shouldn't just be trading stocks or whatever. <laughs> so I'm like, yo, what? Like, I don't know what to do. She was like, she she was like, tell them it was the black plague. You know, and I'm like, yo, what that mean? <laughs> like, 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 she was like, just tell him it was the black plague, bro. I was like, yo, like, and, and she's walking away and I'm like, you know, but she's like super serious. She's like, just tell him it was the black plague. And then I'm like, ooh, and I woke up. I just woke up. <laughs> like, I just woke up, like not knowing what to do, what to say. You know what I'm saying? Oh but that God. was, you know, that was my, I know it wasn't that eventful, but that was my dream, man. It was. Oh, but that man, gloomy that feeling, just that gloomy feeling yeah. of like, what the hell is going yeah, on? Yeah, and how come, like, I'm the only person that's not in on this damn secret, bro. But yeah, yeah. So that, <laughs> you know, that, that that was my dream, man, over here at the SEA, man. That's how I started off my first week at the SEA with a Navy nightmare, man. Mm, mm, <laughs> mm. Yeah, man. Um, so my week, man, I, I so. First, I want to talk about the Virginia, man. Like, you know, this is like my second time, I think second time, like, ever coming over here, like, like staying, like, coming over here for a week. So mm-hmm. I've been here since Monday. Man, my first day, man, we got in late, and I normally don't, like, run and get a lot of fast food stuff. I say, you know what, man? Let me go up here and get some Wendy's, man. Get this. Yeah, shout out to Wendy's. Wendy's real quick, man. Like, you know, you got my, that. I think you got like a four for four thing or yeah. something. Man, let me my grab old, that real, My old real. gig, man. You never going to get bad service. Never going to get bad food from Ooh. Wendy's. Shout out to Wendy's. Bro, Wendy's did me. Man, look. So I'll get in there. We ordered our stuff, man. So, and I, and I used to not even be this bad, dude. Like, I normally, they give me my food. I'm out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I normally find out when I get back to my room, they didn't give me something mm-hmm. or I messed something yeah, up or whatever. Yeah. But not this time. Whoa. I look in the bag. So when I look in the bag, I ain't had no sauces in the bag. But I wasn't driving. I was in the passenger side. So open my bag up. I said, hey, we ain't got no sauces. Can you ask her for sauce? Yeah. So he's trying to get her attention. First off, she's standing right there while he's trying to get her attention. Wasn't well, she wasn't looking at? Was she like delivering a first like she aid wasn't, to like a down coworker? 
Cause this Wendy's man, was, was she like giving first aid to somebody that got hurt or something? No, nah, man, she wasn't giving shit. <laughs> so <laughs> she, Damn. so she was uh, ignoring him for a minute. So he Damn. like kept, then he started waving his hand at her or whatever. And bro, and we all looking at three of us in the car. We looking. The he she looks at him, and walks start walking towards him. And she looks up in the sky, man, like like looked up, rolled her eyes. Came to the door. She opened it up real quick. Yes. And then, like, said, well, you didn't give us no sauces. Closed it back. Came back and gave me, like, one sauce or whatever, man. Mm, but my thing to that is, though, man, like, <clears throat> that job is doing something for you, man. It's either paying your bills. It's, it's, it's giving you a new pair of shoes. It's doing whatever it's doing for you, right? Mm-hmm. You don't have to work there. That's a that's a, a option that you're you got. <laughs> Your option is not to work at that place if you don't want to. You don't have to be like distraught. You don't have to be there if you don't want to. So why come to a, a place of work where you have you need to to have some type of uh, people person skills or whatever, and you act like that, man? Like like no elf giving. Like I don't care. Like probably we would have got the call, we probably would have fought him. That's how that's how much care you got, you know. But but it's too much going on in the world for me to even even think about stuff like that. But I'm just just like, man, why are you so like mad? I wanted to say that, but I know it just led to more, you know, drama or more stuff. I would have said, man, why are you so mad right now? Why are you so upset? Yeah. You know what I mean? I want to ask that question sometime, man. Like, yeah. like, like, what's going on? You about to get off work? You they they keeping you here late? What, what's going on? It gotta be something. Yeah. You know, yeah. so that's how my VA trip started off, but, man. But look, now bro, you know, I worked at Wendy's, right? And I'm gonna tell you something about about that, man. Um, we great intentions every time. I worked at register sometime too. I worked drive through at times too. Mm-hmm. But um, customers, bro, like humans, man, like they could really taint your like experience as like somebody doing customer service. And like as a 16-year-old, 17-year-old, you know, like your social maturity. And I'm not trying to make excuses for bad customer service. Yeah. Because I get frustrated with bad customer service as well. Um, but sometimes your social your social maturity really don't like re- react like in a way that's in respectful to the fact in, in a way that's in respect to the fact that you are working in a job that you gotta be professional at, like no matter what. Like, so for instance. Like, you know, people, this went back when people still used to spend cash. So people would throw mm-hmm. like money, change and money like on the counter, you know, um, like just throw it on the counter. They would just throw the Ooh, shit on the counter. Me. Right. And Oof. I was a cashier. When I took the change, I threw it on the counter, too. I threw they change back on the counter because I'm like, obviously, this is how we, you know, this is how we transactioning with money. Oh, that's what it happened. Like, yeah, this, yeah, most this how we doing how it. Happened. Like, if you throwing yeah, yeah. money, I'm throwing money. You know, so it was yeah. that. Um, you get a lot of rude. Uh, you get a whole lot of rude um, customers, man. And then, like, like even when I was cranking, like, it was people that I was friends with, but their eating habits was like bad. You know what I mean? Cause so so mm-hmm. I cranked in a war room my actual, you know, time to crank. That's a whole other podcast series. I could do a whole series of we could do a whole series of podcasts <laughs> about cranking in the war room. Shout out to uh McKenna, shout out to Daman. But um 
Oh, and shout out to Jeezy. He was a CS. We could, I could do a whole series about that. But what? I, but my second time cranking, I cranked on a Mestex. And um, man, bro, like people used to leave. I was like asking people like, yo, did you get anything on your tray? Like, did you get any? And I used to like, I was, you know, the second time cranking back then, you've been on a ship for a minute. So I was friends with everybody. I'm, you know, I'm messing you with everybody, everybody, laughing, joking, you know, but I was still me. I was still, you know, trying to be a perfectionist, want my stuff done right. And I remember like, yo, what's up? Like, did you eat any of that food? You know? So it's like, you start to see, you see, I'm telling you, man, working food service, man, you see the worst of people, bro. You really do, man. Yeah. Um, but I'm not making excuses for that because I, I've been places um, and I've been a little pissed off at customer service too. Like, even like when I, and sometimes I drive the customer service, like, uh, thank you, have a good one. You know, and the people be like, yeah, yep. You know, I'm like, yo, like, <laughs> like you should be telling me to have a good yes. one. Yes. You know? Yes. So, because when I worked yes. at Wendy's, it just got to the point that I got robotic. Like, yeah. Like, yo, I'm going to ask you what I'm going to ask you, and that's it. You know, and people would try to, it's, I, I don't want to get too much into the with these days, bro, but like, you know, people would try to like uh, ask for like certain stuff beforehand, right? And like, you you get trained a certain way at Wendy's. So it's like, you know, you ask somebody what they want, they want like a number six or whatever. And then you ask them, do they want a Coke? It's a suggestive sale. You have to ask for Coke because the Coke company makes all the other products anyway. Mm-hmm. So you ask them if they want a Coke and then they won't. So they would ask, you know, they would ask for the stuff and they'd be like, yo, let me get a Sprite with, you know, number six. And then I'd be like, all right, so you want a number six. Would you like a Coke? <laughs> you know, knowing that they just said they they wanted, <laughs> they wanted a Sprite, but I was like... Uh, see, uh, that's how to start our band right yeah. there. Say, bro, you ain't just hear like, me? I just yeah, said yeah. I, I was like robotic. It's like, yo, I have to ask you uh, if you want a Coke. You know, yeah, and then yeah, um, yeah. at the end though, I always told him like, thank you, have a good one. You know, I said that. That was a yeah. part of my, you know, my process. But I, I'm a robot. I have a script and I'm going to always say, you know, my script, even <laughs> like they would come and do all of this stuff, you know, and then I'd be like, yo, I hear all that. But hello, how are you? How may I, how may I, how may I take your order? <laughs> but I was good at like I was very uh, I would if I could say it I was good at you know cashier man. Hey, so yeah, it's LGBTQ Pride Month, right? It's LGBTQ Pride Month. Um, and I'm gonna read something real quick. Uh, not much of it, but it's from the RNAB, right? RNAB 03422. Uh, This widely discussed year's theme, Reunited, speaks to the challenges of the past two years to celebrate Pride Month as a community and the need to further strengthen connections amongst one another. As of 2018, which is four years ago at this point, 9.1 of Navy service members and 4.4 Marine Corps service members are estimated to openly identify as LGBTQ. Um, So, I mean... Uh, I would I would be remiss if I didn't shout out you know all of our LGBTQ listeners we got oh yeah oh most definitely man yeah, we got a lot shout out to Ann Gaiman too uh, Erica Martinez NC one so we 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 got a lot of uh, LGBTQ uh, listenership so and we definitely appreciate it you know um, most definitely appreciate it big shot spreading out. the word and I know we talk a lot about about diversity in every you know kind of manner. So shout out to all all of our people and hopefully, you know, we get some good celebration for Pride Month. 
Uh, I think Angeline might come visit me out here um, and we might try to find something to do uh, for Pride Month while we out here. Oh, yeah. Um, so also it's 101 critical days of summer, right? That's not much, but you might get a PowerPoint, right? <laughs> you might get that PowerPoint, right? Yeah. Do you do anything oh, for yeah. that? Oh, yeah. For the safety stand out? Do you? So oh, hold on. Before nah. before you start, right? So before we talk about that, all nav 03322. Uh the time from Memorial Day through Labor Day. That's the 101 critical days of summer. Um, mm-hmm. And that's what the reason why that's so important is because that's when we experience our greatest personnel losses, right? During that 15 weeks. So during last year's 101 critical days, the department lost 26 sailors and Marines, right? So that's the reason why that's so important and why we want to make sure that we doing some kind of safety stand down, some type of always yeah, pre-summer brief. Yeah. What's some of the stuff? What you guys do? What you guys do? Nah, I wasn't. I, I wasn't there, man. Oh, you ain't been there. So what we did. We didn't do. We didn't actually like do any. Well, <laughs> do anything. I gotta watch my words when I'm talking. About this. <laughs> we didn't actually do anything, but <laughs> we actually. Um, we. I want to say either Am. I don't know who's the admiral or uh, the chief of staff sent the email out about. Yeah. It, you know, and just talked about it. You know, but we didn't, you know, like on a ship, you're doing a stand down. It's funny. You know what I mean? It's funny that you do that on a ship. Yeah. You know, yeah. And versus like what I've seen at shore duty. Because like yeah, sure duty. on a ship, you could be like underway, still talking about like not like grill safety. <laughs> yeah. Like this shit. We yeah. need to talk about this on shore duty, right? Yeah, man. <laughs> all type of safety, motorcycle safety, yeah, everything motor, you yeah, talk about, man. Motorcycle safety, all the water, all the water events, water sports, all that stuff. Yeah, but it's important though. I mean, I want everybody to know that's out there. We talking, we laughing about it, but it's very important, man, because we are losing a lot of sailors, uh, like you just said, um, during this time period. So it's very important, but. Uh, people, we most definitely do things a little bit different on shore duty, man. <laughs> Doing the way. Yeah, be careful. You know, think, think, yeah, think man. ORM. Think about that shit. Like, no matter what, still think your ORM, man. Don't be out there grilling stupidly. Yeah, man. You know, yes. uh, your yes. safeties. I, I usually have something to put out fires. I got CO two at the house. Yeah. Uh, you know, have all that stuff, man. Have all that stuff. Yep. You know. Yeah. Yep. So yeah, man. Um. So also, man, I want big big shots out to my youngest son, man. He graduated eighth grade. You know, he a freshman next year, man. Little boy got a lot going on, man. He sees <laughs> he sees hitting his little stride now, yeah. man. He freaking growing. He freaking playing all these sports. He's in and and I'm spending a lot of money on him, man. Yeah. <laughs> Going to tell you, spending a lot of money on him, man. But just to see him growing and see him like becoming his own little little dude, man, is like. It's like pretty exciting, man. So um uh big shots out to him, man. Has he bucked up on you yet? Oh man, ain't no bucking up, man. Mark, my, my oldest in it. If you guys don't, I know you guys heard us talk about it. He's like, you know, he at home right now too. Ain't no bucking up going on, man. He like six two, six three, but ain't no, ain't no, ain't no bucking up on me, yeah. man. You know what I mean? Like he he look taller than me, so hey, you know, it's still yeah, the same, that's, man. It's still the same yeah. old old thing. That's man. the look up two step buck up for the for the pop, the short pop. Look up, take two steps, and you buck. <laughs> What's up? What's up, man? <laughs> yeah, man. That's a joke. Yeah. That still be the hardest. The the still is like the hardest word. I will still, <laughs> you know, like the Jerry. Uh, what, 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 you know what uh, movie was that? The what? Where the dude? You know, he was telling his pop like something, and his Morris Chestnut was talking to his pop. His pop was like, "I'm still." 
your father, man. <laughs> like, like, <these> <laughs> <laughs> I don't know who that oh, was, man. Um, yo, yeah, yeah, I, I, what up? No, 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 what up? Yeah, I'll tell you, man, you don't mess with the dads like that, man. Like, brothers is different, man. Like, when you at your brothers and you come back from a long time, yeah. you come home, you kind of want to feel yourself, man. I can handle you now. You know what I mean? Yeah, but you ain't up, trying man. that with old pops, man. You gonna <laughs> let it be, man. Just let, <laughs> let it be, man. Fuck up, buddy, man. Hey, so look, man, I'm out here in Rhode Island. Mm-hmm. I got a question for the listeners, and I got a question for you. So mm-hmm. I've been out here for a couple days. Thursday. I've been out here since Monday. And I'm going to be honest, um, I haven't had, like, really good food yet out here. Um, I've been to a couple places. I had seafood. I've been to just local places. I haven't been too far away from the base yet, which I know is probably the problem. Um, But I haven't had, like, really good. I had pizza from a place. I'm going to name it. It's called Antonio's by the Slice. Right. And if you have been supporting me, Antonio's by the slice, I'm sorry in advance. Um, if you've been listening to the pod and you're a supporter of our pod, I'm sorry in advance and I'm okay without you. But that pizza was horrible. That was the worst slice of pizza that I ever ate. Like all y'all had to do was make a slice. <laughs> like that's all y'all had to focus on was a slice. It was horrible. It definitely wasn't plank on the pizza, right? It was mm. horrible. Big shots yeah, out the plank. Big on. shout out the plank. On. It was a pepperoni and sausage pizza. I don't know how they got mm. this wrong, but it's like they took. It, it looked like they just took like a handful of sausage and just threw it on the slice and then just sent the slice over. Put some cheese on top. This was oh, horrible. they put the cheese on top. Of it. It, the pepperoni. It looked like the pepperoni and cheese was already on the pizza, but it looked like they just mm. slid the sausage on. Yo, this was really bad. Then I had it with something else. wasn't that good. Went to another spot. I won't name it because it. it it wasn't horrible, um, but it wasn't that great. Went to another spot, which was decent. They had wings. It was decent. Um, but, hey, if you're a listener, and I know we got a lot of them who've been to SCA before, who've been an officer, who, who've been out here, even officers um, that have been out here, uh, PEOs that have been out here, uh, Changs, Top Snipes, stuff like that. Whoever you are, please, just one of them moments that I was talking about that we're going to be talking to y'all and we actually want some input. Can you please send me some good restaurants? You can hit a PTSF podcast at Gmail. You can respond to Instagram. You could talk to us, comment on YouTube, whatever you want to do. Let me know. Quick shout out to our YouTube uh, engagement, our YouTube comments, listeners is growing. We appreciate you guys. We love you guys. But as far as food, let me know what's a good spot to eat, Damon. You remember any places you ate when you man? Were I don't remember. No, I can't. Man, I can't. Like two thousand eighteen, two thousand like something like that. So man, I don't remember. Two thousand eighteen ain't uh, that long ago, man. Bro, I'm old, bro. I'm old. Um, <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> but I don't remember, man. I know, I know we did go out a couple times, yeah. and I know I remember us going. It was like a little downtown area, man. We went to. Mm-hmm. Um, hit a couple little spots up down there, man. Um, but man, I don't. Didn't nothing stick. Nothing stick out to me though. You know what I mean? Nothing, nothing sticked out. So, but I know they do got some places down there. You know, but yo, yeah. That's, I need. I, so yeah, yeah I but also with that, we need to go real quick. Real yeah. quick. Thirty five dollar yeah. and up, kind of for me. I'm not an under thirty five dollar eater. You know what I mean? Mm. On a regular. Sorry, 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 man. Look. Sorry, on a regular night, I'm not an under $35 eater. 
So, mm. it, you know, like, so I'm letting y'all know now. Like, if you're thinking about a place, don't worry about the dive bar, the cheap thing or whatever. Like, you look like you're real eager to say so. But 35 and up, you know what I mean? I, like, that's what I'm looking at. And that's and that's on the low side. So that's what I mean. This is a Tuesday night, man. This is a Tuesday night. <laughs> you know what I mean? This is a Tuesday night. Mm, y'all hear that, yeah, listeners? This is y'all Tuesday hear that, night. man? And that's only food, no drink. Thirty-five dollar and up. That's that's you know that's Ooh, my price. That's range. that's 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 steak right yeah, that's there. That's that that good stuff, man. Put him in a good spot out there, guys. Oh. Hey, and we'll also share this. So if anybody you know want to send us something, we'll we'll most definitely share it because uh, a lot of people gonna be coming through Rhode Island, man. So we'll yeah, make sure we man. get it out there. And, and share it out there, man. Get us some good spots. Yeah, and, and to be clear, you know, not no steak. You know what I mean? Like steak, that got me about fifty five and up, right? The steak, and I don't eat steak, <laughs> but I'm thinking I've been to some places and I looked at the steak. It was at in the fifty five, seventies, hundreds, yeah, hundreds, not the hundreds. That's where you hundreds. at. That was, that, that's where. That's where. Well, you well, at, no, right? not here, not in Rhode Island. I haven't been anywhere yet where anything was more than like thirty dollars, like on the menus. So that's what I'm saying. Like, you know, get me to a good a good place where they might look at me funny when I come in there with my t-shirt on. <laughs> I'm definitely coming in with my t-shirt on. <laughs> Damn yeah. Right. So just let me know. Let me know, y'all. Show sure. me know. Um. All right. Here's a here's a quick one. Speaking of, uh, oh shit, I probably gave it up. All right. Hey. So question. What's your MVP rating? What do you think is the best pound for pound rate in a navy? Um. That you and we're not necessarily when you say this, you're not necessarily talking about alcohol. A lot of people are gonna pick their own rate, you know what I mean? Like, 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 but that's not what we're getting at. We're talking most about valuable that rate, most valuable rate to you, okay? So, yeah, yeah. So, I, I, man, to me, my most valuable rate, man, and it's hard, it's hard, <laughs> but I'm, it's hard, it's bro. Easy. It's hard, I'm ready. But I'm I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to say my most valuable rate, man. I have to be uh, the LSs, man. Mm. But now you only get one, man. You only get I one, know. dog. You only get one. <laughs> you only get one. L- I'm gonna say LSs when it comes to my job and my work. Like when LSs. I need something, I'm gonna say the LSs, man, because they be hooking me up. I, sometimes, man, I have some stuff that breaks that I have to get back yeah. up, like right now. Yeah, you know what I mean. So. They most definitely be looking out for you, man. And on top of that, um, they damn near have a rate. I'm gonna have a rate in every duty section, right? So when some break, dude, I always got a duty freaking person yeah. there to come holler. I can go holler at and get shit done and get parts or whatever I need to get done. Especially if I'm on a ship, anyway. I think I think the the LSs, man. What's yours? All right, I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna keep it in supply, and I'm gonna say the CSs. I'm, I'm gonna say Number the CSs. Two. I gotta I'm okay. say the CSs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, they was close, yeah, close that's to the MVP rate for me. Um, they they work. Uh, I got a lot of respect for them uh, because of the hours that they you know work when they are working. I know they got like a couple days off, stuff like that. But they they work like crazy hours. Um, but like you got it, man. It's nothing. Like I'm telling you, the reason why I say MVP because it's invaluable, bro. Like if you got a CS friend. Like when I was coming up in the ranks and stuff, man, like all, damn near all my friends was CSs. So it's like, you know, that you, you might get like better, you know, some better food. You know what I mean? I think I told the shrimps, yeah. my, the, my shrimp scampi story on here before, but you might get like a hookup. You know, you could be eating shrimp scampi when the rest of the shit be eating pork and beans. 
Um, you might get your burrito, your breakfast burrito, you know, delivered to you. Um, I hope none of that stuff is illegal, you know, and I don't got no CS, uh, CS's, uh, Master Chief's like, oh, that's really happening. Like, but, but, no, <laughs> but yeah, it's a lot yeah. of that. But then also, you know, um, I think it's a great rate because of like some of the shore duty potential, like CS's, they could go work at the White House. Um, you know, uh, they could be a lead CS for like, uh, the CNO. Um, you yeah. know, so it's like, like, like it, I don't think the CNO got like an EM or whatever. Or if they do, I don't yeah. know. You know, I'm out here now in DC. Um, you know, I I never saw that advertised. Uh, they could work in Camp David. Is CS is out there in Camp David? Um, that's working. You know, for the president. You know, like the president got like you know lead like lead CSs. So I just think that that's like you know I love you. I love you all. <laughs> all the CSs. I love y'all. Um, and the CSs, CSs have been great to me throughout my entire career. So, yeah, I would say that that was the MVP, you know, the MVP rate. Yeah. Big shots out to CSs, man, because, you know, we had one of our buddies, man. He Master Chief now, man, on the, on the last command. And he was telling me how you, like, worked for this admiral for, like, eight years or something. I used to, you know, he used to tease us about how long he was hiding, you know what I'm saying, from ships. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Because he'd been, yeah. <laughs> he'd been he was at the admiral for, like, eight years, man. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, and, man, big shots. And they big set shots. the tone, bro. Like you write about Alessis, though. We need them. Like, you know, we need them when the going gets, you know. Yeah. CS set the tone, man. Like a good meal on yeah. like a holiday. Invaluable, bro. bro. Like the hot, when they do right for the holiday meals, the birthday meals, and then like the normal tone breakfast. You know, the normal yeah. tone breakfast. To set the set, the set. I'm, I'm going to tell you, I'm going to tell you about me, man, why, why CS was a close, it was close. To, to be in the, my number one, right? And the reason why I'm saying that is because I remember uh, having a late watch, man, and uh, skipping that dinner because you want to get that nap in before that late yeah. watch come up. And then, man, you have that, you can make that phone call, man, and get that that, that hookup to come in there and bring you a little, you know, a little pick-me-up. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, hey, and I'm here to tell you, man, if you ain't got, if you ain't got no friend down there, man, you ain't getting that. You ain't getting that. Or when thing. the night baker, so, and I think that's what you talk about. Or when the night baker get yeah. when the night baker get exclusive dormant rats. You, you when oh. the night baker get exclusive dormant rats, like, yo, they whipping up fajitas. Like it's like, oh man, like what's <laughs> up? You know, <laughs> dude. Look, let me let me tell you. Let me. T- I'm give you guys a quick story, man. Um, we had it like like. We talking about standing watching, and, and I mean, we look back at this. At the time, it's like, man, we we freaking standing all these watches. We tired. We blah blah blah. But when I look back at it after I'm gone from the ship, man, I'm thinking back and I'm like, bro, we had some freaking. We had some. Them guys should come through for us, Remember man. Remember the breakfast sandwiches? <laughs> Remember the breakfast sandwiches? Man, breakfast sandwiches at midnight, man. You guys don't understand what's going on. They had that, they had that bread <laughs> toasted in butter, man. Y'all ain't, y'all hey, ain't even. Yo, we used to eat that breakfast sandwich right before we got off watch, too. Like, yeah, man. <laughs> you got to go to sleep. Big shots out to the CS2s, man, on them, them nights. Night bakers, man. Jack in the dust, we should call them, man. Hey, y'all don't know what's going on, man. Bro, on the last ship, man. on our last ship, we used to get uh, the, the breakfast sandwiches. <laughs> uh, oh, I think, man, you was in the same watch. But we used yeah. to get the breakfast sandwiches right before, right before we got off watch. Like, like oh. right before breakfast. So, you know, right before we got off watch, let's say we were standing like the... the uh, 
the two, the, the probably twelve to three, even the even the uh, the twenty two to two uh, or the two to seven, you know. But yeah. it's like let's say the twenty two to two, we getting a fucking breakfast sandwich at one one twenty, and you just about to go to sleep with all that in your stomach, man. Because you know when it's exclusive, it's like way bigger. You know what I mean? Like I'm <laughs> yes. over here salivating, man. I got to swallow. I'm over here. Pause. Oh my goodness, man! Pause. Big shots, out, man. Hey. Like, those are stories, though, man. You guys got a good story like that, man. Talking about them CSs on them late watches, man. How they be coming through, man. I'm telling you, you guys don't even understand uh, on how they was coming through and how to mor- keep my morale up on board that ship, man, and them late watches, man. Hey, if, and like I said, for the listeners, if you... Uh, please let us know what your MVP rating is. We, uh, we want to know. What's yeah. your MVP rating? What's your MVP rating? Um, yep. And that's on ship or shore. I just said C, you know, talking about C dude, but ship or shore, wherever you at, man, what's your MVP? Yeah. Rating? Don't be biased. You know, we 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 know MAs ain't the MVP rate. Don't be biased. <laughs> <laughs> Don't be biased. <laughs> hey, I love y'all, yo. I love the MAs, man. They know how to shoot guns and stuff like that. I love y'all. So, you know, I was talking to one of my MA um boys uh earlier just about guns about ar-15s and stuff like that he was actually educating me to a point that i think a lot of people should get some education about all of that all of that stuff he was giving me a lot of information so and i appreciated that all right mm-hmm. uh speaking about uh just kind of in that vein i do want to correct what i said about the security guard in our last episode I, I mentioned the security guard being shot by the cops when they went into um the building and that was a complete like that was just a in the moment we just talking blabbering and that came out i really meant to say that uh the the guard was shot by the shooter when the shooter came into the building however mm. that was wrong too <laughs> so, so, <laughs> so 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 the uh the guards didn't engage and i hope i'm not wrong about this but from what i know the guards in the shooter didn't have any kind of engagement at all. Um, and again, that's still such a sad story. And I know, you know, we speaking in jest about just me correcting something that I said, but that's such a sad story. And I think all of us been praying for those families uh, since we got that that news. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, well, real quick too, man. Um, oh, give me one second. <clears throat> I want to give a big shout out, man. We, we, talk before we get into our our um to our hero of the week man i want to real quickly man give a big shout out to um fireman second class telephora de la cruz trinidad man the first philip filipino american uh to get the medal of honors man so if you guys didn't know he's going to now have a ship named after him how about that, yeah. man? We talked about him. We gave him the big shots out that he deserved. And guess what? All of a sudden now, <laughs> he going to have a freaking ship name after him. Let's yeah. go, man. Yeah. Let's yeah, go, sure. PTSF. Let's go. Yeah. yeah. One of our past heroes of the week, man. Yep. Yeah, man. Big time. Big time, man. I love it. I love it. Yeah, man. So our hero of the week this week, our hero of the week this week is Britt Kelly. Slabinski, right? Britt Kelly Slabinski, Slabinski, um, mm-hmm. senior chief. Um, the high, so highest rank was master chief, but when awarded 
senior chief, right? Britt Kelly, Slabinski, Harold of a week, awarded as a senior chief. The conflict was the war on terrorism. Command was the Navy SEALs. Branch of Service, Navy. Medal of Honor action date was March 4th, 2002. Um, the action place, and I'm never good with these Afghanistan cities, but uh, Takor Gar, right? So Takor Gar, Afghanistan. So I'm going to uh, read this citation. For conspicuous gallantry and intrepidity at the risk of his life above and beyond the call of duty while assigned to a joint task force in support of Operation Enduring Freedom. In the early morning of 4 March 2002, Senior Chief Special Warfare Operator Slabinski led a reconnaissance team to its assigned area atop a 10,000-foot snow-covered mountain. The insertion helicopter was suddenly riddled with rocket-propelled grenades and small arms fire from previously undetected enemy positions. The crippled helicopter lurched violently and ejected one teammate onto the mountain before the pilots were forced to crash land in the valley far below. Senior Chief Slabinski boldly rallied his five remaining team members and marshaled supporting assets for an assault to rescue the stranded, their stranded teammate. During reinsertion, the team came under fire from three directions, and one teammate started moving uphill toward an enemy strong point. Without regard for his own safety, Senior Chief Slabinski charged directly toward enemy fire to join his teammate. Together, they fearlessly assaulted and cleared the first bunker they encountered. The enemy then unleashed a hell of machine gun fire from a second hardened position only 20 meters away. Senior Chief Slabinski repeatedly exposed himself to deadly fire to personally engage the second enemy bunker and orient his team's fires in the furious close quarters firefight. Proximity made air support impossible, and after several teammates became casualties, the situation became untendable. Senior Chief Slabinski maneuvered his team to a more defensible position, directed airstrikes in very close proximity to his team's position, and requested reinforcements. As daylight approached, accurate enemy mortar fire forced the team further down the sheer mountainside. Senior Chief Slabinski carried a seriously wounded teammate through deep, slow, through deep snow and led a difficult trek across precipitous terrain while calling in fire on the enemy, which was engaging the team from the surrounding ridges. Throughout the next 14 hours, Senior Chief Slabinski stabilized the casualties and continued to fight against the enemy until the hill was secured and his team was extracted. By his undaunting courage, bold initiative, leadership, and devotion to duty, Senior Chief Slabinski reflected great credit upon himself and upheld the highest traditions of the United States Naval Service. Well, man, listening to that, man, I, I, the first thing I'm going to say, man, it seemed like he did multiple things in that, in that, in that write-up uh, to earn uh, the Medal of Honor, man. Good gracious, man. Yeah. Several, it was a couple things in there. Um, first off, a hero. First off, extraordinary. Um, and 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 pretty much his life um at the time didn't matter. It was about saving, it was about helping, it about it was about doing all the things um 
uh, that we look back on and say, this guy is a hero. So, I mean, that's that's huge, man. And I know we always we we bring this up. We always talk about it, man. But this 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 guy is a hero. Man. Yeah, yeah, for sure, no doubt. Yeah, um, for sure. And speaking of heroes, man, is that you know I just talked about the uh, past mm-hmm. hero getting the ship name after. Guess what, man? Uh, Slabinski, you <laughs> you up, man? You know what I'm saying? You up? Yeah. Give give, give us a couple of maybe a couple of months, man. You might get your ship, man. Yeah, that's good stuff. Um, that's really good stuff, yeah. man. I wanna I wanna quick shout out uh the red team at SCA right now, class two five two. I wanna shout out uh the red group, the Infernos. That's the reason why I'm wearing red right now. I'm wearing an Inferno shirt. Um, feel the burn or whatever it is that you know we saying. Um so uh definitely shout out to the Infernos. Um I do wanna say that I hate group text. I really do. I think I told my cloud, my classmates that already. I hate group text, but this group, right? It's funny because we call the Infernos, no pun intended. But my group is warmed up to me. Like, I feel like I knew these people forever, man. I feel like I knew these people forever. They feel like great friends. Um, and I hope to be able to, you know, continue um, some of the relationship with these people even after. You know, they was messing with me because they know I'm recording. You know, they was like, oh, man, you're going to talk about SEA. No, I'm not. But I am going to talk about all of you. So I really appreciate you for the last uh, for these last few days and this last few weeks that we've been doing stuff together. I'm not much of a digital guy. It's funny because we record this remotely, but like so all of the like talking on Zoom and all that. No, but I love it here. I love dealing with them, talking to them, um, having a really good time. So I definitely want to shoot up. Good stuff. Out. Good stuff, man. Good stuff. Um, I want to also bring up, man, like. So, and I'm, I'm the reason why I wanted to, one of the reasons why I'm bringing this up, man, is because um, I stay an hour away from my job, right? And pretty much twice a week, I'm filling up my vehicle, man, to come to work. You know, it could be a hundred, you know, whatever dollars it is, man. On Monday, it could be a hundred and some dollars on a Thursday, you know? So inflation, gas prices, all these things that's going on. And I'm a senior chief. Yeah. Right. So I was thinking, man, like for these young sailors out there that's not making the money I'm making, of course, you know, so how are they dealing with it? So this goes back to the questions. Right? I want to want to ask these questions like how are you guys dealing with these gas prices? How are you guys dealing with inflation? Um, and give us some, some, some a little bit of feedback, man, on what's going on. And also, I like. Um, if anybody out there that's interested, man, I don't, I don't care if it's like uh, give us some ide- give us some ideas like fleet and family or the financial specialist, um, so we can get on here and talk about you know some of the the things that young sailors can do and stuff that I can do and and to do to be financially stable. If we want to talk about that, it doesn't matter. I just want to get some out here to help sailors out because I know, uh, man, it's hard out there right now. You know, uh, yeah. with all the stuff that's going on with gas prices and things like that. Yeah, yeah, we definitely, you know, want to talk to somebody about that. I think we might have tried a few times too. So, but we definitely do. So, if you like, like Damon said, let somebody know, man. Let somebody know. Let us know, man. Yeah. So, uh, real quick, I do. You know, if we, if I say pause, right? I think that's like an up north thing. It, it started rooted in like some other stuff, 
But if you ever hear me say pause, it's because of I said something sexual in nature. It has nothing to do with sexual orientation, sexual preference, anything. It's just sexual in nature. I'm married. You know what I mean? So pause for me is like, oh, man, like this, I didn't mean to say that, you know, on this podcast. <laughs> so I definitely want to kind of get that out the, uh, you know, out of the way. It's not like a, a play on anybody's sexual orientation. But I do less speaking of that. Like, did you see the Prime Month image that was posted by the Marine Corps? Yeah. So. Yeah. I'm. Would you yeah. think? Would, Go ahead. So, would you would you think about it? The truth, man. Um, <laughs> I had no thoughts on it, man. Like, like to be honest with you, man. I like. I had no like. I saw it. You know, we 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 are in Pride Month. I got it. I understand it. You know, no big deal. Um, but I'm, I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna tell you the issues, man. I, that, that that's that's going on, man. Well, let, let, let me let me clarify. Before oh, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. I want to just yeah, clarify yeah, yeah. Go ahead. my thoughts first yeah. before you go, because I don't want nobody yeah, yeah, to ahead. think that I thought I didn't think nothing of it either. I thought it was cool. I thought it was like decent. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, that's cool. Like yeah. that's what's up. We kind of threw the colors on. Uh, you know, um, I thought that was cool. I didn't really think that it would even cause backlash or anything. But uh, what was you saying? I just wanted to make sure that that was clear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I think it goes back, man, to, um, and we're talking about the rings, you know, right now, um, but the same thing in the Navy, man. I think it's more about uh, the episode we did about talking about dinosaurs, man. Like, you know what I mean? This is like the old school Navy. This is how we did things. This is how we did this. This is what it should be about this. Well, let me tell you guys, man, and girls, this we we have adapted now, man. You know what I mean? Like, like we are we are, we are representing, we are one force, one unit. And guess what, man? You know, Pride Month is a part of that now, man. It's been for a little while now, right? So that's kind of how I look at it, man. Like, like, get get over it, man. <laughs> you know what I mean? Get over it. This is what it's about now. This 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 is it. Yeah. And that's kind of how I look at it, man. But back back to the back to the to the article and the in the picture and all that, man. I felt nothing. Then it didn't even like move me, man. Like nothing. Okay, that's nice, man. That looked good. You know yeah. what I mean? That looked yeah, good. I it was, yeah. So, but here's a couple in this. I mean, I don't know. I mean, if you're a marine, talk to me. Um, am I speaking on something I shouldn't be because I'm Navy? But I I didn't really think. But here's a few comments, right? So somebody said the commandant should be fired for allowing this to happen in our beloved court. Ooh, court, shit. right? Um, yeah, the woke politicians are weakening our military, right? Same person that that was on Facebook. Another person said that their grandfather served in uh, the Marine Corps, uh, the Marine Corps during World War II, and they said, I'm glad he didn't have to be around to see it capitulate to Marxists. Um, you know, and is and then it's other people saying, like, love to see all these boomers lose their mind over it. I don't ever want to hear some old core, hardcore nonsense ever again. Old, old core equal hardcore nonsense ever again. So it's just a whole bunch of different. Um, yeah. Um, but you know, you know what, man? With some of that stuff, like they said, the comment should be fired and all that stuff, man. Give give us something with that, though. You know what I mean? Give us some whys on that, though. Like why? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that's what I want to know. Like, get, like, like I know it's it's easy to to throw out a statement and, and talk about things and and whatever. 
but make us understand why yeah. they should be fired. I was I want to know why. Did you what you was know? your thoughts? Did you see that like the uh the Juneteenth ice cream? Mm-mm. I don't think I seen all that. Right, all right, we ain't, we ain't gonna talk about it then. Um, yeah, if you ain't see the Juneteenth ice cream, we ain't gonna talk. I will just say that all like most federal holidays get exploited um, by companies trying to make money off the federal holidays that's been happening since mm-hmm. the beginning of time. Um, so I will say that I am uh, expecting Juneteenth to be exploited just like all the other holidays, like like because it's a federal holiday. And uh, yep. federal holidays been a way for companies to make money off of us forever. You know, I don't know if that sound like conspiracy or what, but I know that's always, you know, been a thing. But yeah, uh, that that whole losing your mind over the uh, Pride Month image. Come on. It's crazy. You know, this thing, this article here I'm reading, right, it's from Task and Purpose. It's saying that, I know we said some numbers earlier, but it's saying that a 2010 study by the Williams Institute at University of California, Los Angeles Law School, estimated more than 70,000 gay, lesbian, and bisexual service members were serving in the military as of 2008. Additionally, a 2003 study from Urban Institute estimated at least 1 million veterans were gay or lesbian, and that number is doubtlessly much higher now. Um, So, come on, yo. You know what I'm saying? Um, the, it's it's a reflect, but I mean, it's the world we live in. It's the world we live in. Yep. You know, even if you read yep. the comments in the article, um, even if you read the comments in the article, it's the same thing. I think people got issues with it being like on the, the rounds, the tips of the rounds, um, saying that rounds are, are brass and copper colored, they not crayons. But I mean, for me, sometimes I think that's like excuses to have like an issue when you really got a different issue. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like it's really mm-hmm. a different issue. But I mean, that's my thoughts on that. I'm interested in everybody else's thoughts. I know people might disagree. And I would love to be educated on my ignorance if, you know, if, you know, I am being ignorant. And, I, and I'm sure you're the same way about that one, Damon. Yep. Most definitely, man. Definitely. All right. So boom, 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 right? Introducing a new segment to permission to speak. Yes, indeed. I'm looking forward (laughs) to this, man. God, it's got me pumped. Introducing a new segment. It's called the Do Better segment, right? So Do better. So we've been- Please. We've been telling people to do better a lot. You know, I think you just told uh, Fort, (laughs) what what Fort you tell to do better? what um one of them forts you told to do better, Fort Bragg or what one of them forts you Oh yeah. Uh what that Fort Hood. Fort Hood. Um, yeah, you told Fort, Fort Hood, Hood yeah, do, do better, better last man. week. Do better. So it's like we might as well make it official, man. A do better segment. Right. <laughs> and um, we actually need your help with this. Like if you're a listener, mm-hmm. we need some topics. So if you if you know something that happened, whether it's big news or if you had your own personal experience of something that happened where somebody or something needed to do better, let us know so we could talk about it on here and we could highlight or low light that situation that happened, right? Damn, you got anything um, like to talk to the listeners with that? I'll do better. Well, we're going to come up with, we're going to talk about do better for the day, but I, but any examples, man, like I give you guys an example, man. Like I'm in the, I'm in the Navy Lodge right now. If I feel like it's something that ain't doing this or doing that, I must call them out. <laughs> do better. Do better. I, I actually got, you know what? I got something. Hey, Navy Lodge. Check this out, man. I'm, I'm going to go ahead and say this right now, man. Like, 
And I don't know. I know it's COVID, man. I know it's a COVID thing, maybe. But um, cleaning rooms like every four days? Are you serious? Come on, Navy Live. Do, do better, better <laughs> man. Like my room ain't been clean in four days, man. What's going on, man? I got to ask for towels. Come on, Navy Live. Do better, yeah. man. Let's go. NGIS is doing better. I thought that was all. I thought y'all was all the same now. Yeah, I thought y'all was like, yeah, all the same or whatever. NGIS, yes, they, they up in here every two days, every day or something like that, hooking it up. But that was the example I want to let you guys know, man. Big or small, man, hit us up, man. Yeah, do, yeah, do better. If, whatever it is, you know, um, leave names yeah. out. Leave names out. If it's, you know, a personal thing, yeah, you know, somebody, you know, leave names out. But yeah, just do better. But uh, so our first one that we, we got for this for today is uh <laughs> here's the headline right VA hospital denied emergency care to dying vet because staff couldn't verify his military service right um yeah. I'm gonna try to get through this quick a Florida Veterans Affairs hospital refused treatment for a veteran dying of heart failure because first responders could not prove his military service a clear violation of federal law. The incident, which occurred at the Malcolm Randall VA Medical Center in Gainesville in 2020, was not the first failure by emergency medical staff there to provide care to individuals facing critical medical crisis, right? So staff from the VA Inspector General Office said without policy and staffing changes, it may not be the last, right? Mm. So let me get to what happened, right? The veteran mm. identified only as a 60-year-old man who had been treated at Malcolm Randall for heart issues earlier this spring was rushed to the hospital by a local ambulance after a neighbor found him unconscious at home. Emergency responses contacted staff en route to the hospital to inform them that the man was in poor health and was believed to be a VA patient. But when they arrived... The report states first responders found the VA staff belligerent over the lack of identification and argued for several minutes about whether he was eligible to be treated at the facility. Under federal law, hospitals with emergency services are obligated to provide medical screening examinations and stabilizing treatment to patients with emergency medical conditions. I mean, this dude was unconscious regardless of their eligibility for care in other situations. After waiting about 10 minutes for staff to admit the man for care, the ambulance staff gave up and drove to another nearby hospital. The patient died of heart failure about 10 hours later. Are you freaking serious? <laughs> Are you freaking serious? First off, a couple of things like, like hit me on that. First off, VA, you guys do better, man. Ain't no way someone gonna come to you uh unconscious, unconscious, and you're gonna argue about some freaking VA. An ID. Uh is ID. he a veteran or not? Like, where, are you freaking serious at? right now? <laughs> where is that? Wait, are you freaking serious right now? Unconscious, man. Yeah. Unconscious. And then on top of that, you telling me they had to drive to another hospital? That means you didn't take them. No. Are you freaking serious right now, man? Like, like, hey, I don't know what's going on, but first off, that's against the law. Like, like, like you stated, and and and, and um, and I know someone at the suing the crap out of them probably for that shit. Yeah, um, if they ain't already sued or whatever, man. But that's crazy, man. Like, 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 
Um, being in the, I mean, I know that's going to be on somebody conscious and stuff like that, man. Thinking about that, somebody died because you did not help them. That is crazy, man. We have to do better. Yeah, we yeah. got to do better. Do better. Now, I don't know how, I don't know if it's going to be on the conscience of like, um, like some of the medical, I, I would love to, let me, let me stop before I, like, I would love to hear what yeah. somebody that does this medical work and stuff got to say about this story as well. Um, because I know they see things every day. I got a, I got a friend, uh, that's a nurse. Um, and she was just telling me like, yo, we see things every day. You know, she was telling me how hard COVID was, but she was talking about how hard that they have to be like as nurses and everything. Um, because they seeing death, they seeing like people in critical, you know, conditions every single day, multiple times a day or whatever like that. So my assumption is people get numb to things like that and kind of complacent in thought when, when things like that happen, but I could be wrong in that assumption. So I'm interested to see what a nurse, but I also would assume that if somebody's unconscious, then your logic, you know, in, in providing medical care would be like, they didn't like the people who found them unconscious didn't know where their proper identification was. So what are we doing? Like, let's help this yeah, person. Yeah. Like when That's did, I don't understand. Yeah, like when did we get out of like the business of like, let's help this person or whatever. But, um, I would love to see what a medical, you know, person got to say about that. You're right, man. You know what? I'm, I'm being very critical of this man because the, the guy was unconscious, but it's always two sides to everything. I mean, this is an article. Um, it's probably someone's view um, of this, but at the same time, man, somebody pull up unconscious, man, seem like you should be helping them. But you're right, yeah. man. Um, we get some medical experts out here to see what's going on. Maybe they can help us clarify this because I will be like freaking irate right now. Like, I see some shit like this, man. So yeah, most definitely, man. Um, yeah, man. Yeah. Yeah. I think I'm Segway King today, man. I think I'm Segway King, man. Because speaking of medical, right, we going right to PFB. This is a reach probably, but Segway King, medical PFB beards, uniforms, right? Let's go straight to this nav admin, uh, 12422. And you know, when it comes to the uniform nav admins, I'll be, I'll be printing them joints out, man. Um, so nav admin, 12422. Uh, I'm not going to talk about everything here like, like we did on Surf and Turf, right? But uh, real quick, <laughs> uh, wearing hosiery with slacks or skirts is optional, vice mandatory for female sellers. When wearing pumps are flats, right? Hose, when hosiery is not worn, those shoe liners are no-show socks are required to be worn for hygienic pur- purposes and to avoid abrasions or blisters. Um, ladies, I mean, what does that mean? How do y'all feel about that? I know it, I know it means like uh, you don't got to wear like, like stockings, right? Um, or pantyhose, right? So wearing hosieries with slacks or skirts is optional, vice mandatory. So I think you could choose to, you know, wear pantyhose or not. Um, the female officer CPO summer white uniform belted slacks are redesigned as a basic component of both summer white and service dress whites. The policy change facilitates use of the same slacks for either uniform. Uh, beltless dress white slacks uh, redesignated as optional vice mandatory. Um, rank insignia, right? So this is a big one, right? As of October 1, yeah. Well, effective October 1, the black cold weather Parker um, rank insignia on all uniform components with rank tabs. Right. So from now on, like the squinch your eyes and all that to figure it out is done. You're going straight to black cold weather Parker. 
Right. I was just talking yeah. to a seller today. I, I was I was, was against like, hey, I was I was against that, man. I was against yeah, that. Yeah, me too, man. I, I, yeah, I like the good flow, yeah. man. I like the good flow. And I like the suspense, man. I like a young seller, you know, staring for a minute. Like, yo, what is it? Like, <laughs> I, I was in an elevator yeah. with a seller. And I ain't even hear what he called me. I guess he, you know, said, hey, Chief. He was like, yo, I hate those tabs, uh, senior. You know, I'm like, man, it's all good, man. I'm a chief, man. You know, we always that. Um, but yeah, so it's going to be black now. So it's going to be easy to see. It, it'll help me when I'm crossing the street. You know, and I'm uh, walking past a captain and I'm trying to figure out what this other <laughs> officer is. So that's always a good uh, thing. Uh, so NW type two and type three shirts and Parker's black fleece liner, brown fleece liner, matching pattern, NW type two, type three rank insignia only during tactical uh, training and operation. So now you can only do the camos during tactical training and operation. Right. So here's a step forward for beards for us. Um, and we, you know, we 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 doing baby steps, guys. Um, well, before I get there, let's talk redesign NW type three maternity top is in progress, right? So that's that's something that's happening. So the Navy, you you, no. you spoke, the Navy listened, like whatever, whatever happened, right? But let's get into this, man. Um, retired male sellers are authorized Uh-oh. to have facial hair, hair when wearing Navy uniforms during authorized ceremonial events. It got to be neatly groomed because we know y'all don't want to neatly groom your fucking hair out. Like, why do we? But yeah, so it got to be neatly groomed and be in keeping with a professional appearance. What do you Mm. think about that, Damon? I'm with you, bro. Baby steps, man. We almost there, man. We almost there. Come on, man. We almost there, yeah, man. We lining beards up. Yeah. Now we freaking retire. People can freaking, yeah. you know, wear beards as long as it's neat. Oh, man. We almost, by, we at least like three more steps. We in there, man. Yo, let me ask you a question, man. I need you to be honest, man. Did you know that it was a rule against retired people having beards? I didn't. Yeah. I, I did not know, man. Yeah, I most either. definitely, and I'm not going to lie, I'm not going to sugarcoat it. I did not know. And on top of that, I probably wouldn't even ask either. I don't think I would have, you know what? Yeah. Check this out, man. Check this out. So right now, people running around this thing with like, 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 like full of beers, damn, they're hanging down to their motherfucking goddamn stomach and shit around here now, man. Right? So if I seen a, if I seen a chief at a ceremony with a beard and I didn't know if he was retired or not. I'm, I wouldn't say anything because we doing it now. Yeah. You know what I mean? We got people right now, you know, wearing, you know, beards as long as it's, you know, trimmed up or whatever. So I wouldn't have called, called them out. And like you said, I didn't know in the beginning. I didn't know like retired guys could or couldn't. Yeah. And like, yeah. But I should probably know. So you should. I'm, glad, I'm glad we talked you about should, it. You should. But the way we learn a lot is you cross, we cross the bridge when we get to it. Yeah. So it's like when you retire, yeah. you know, somebody like, oh, yeah, by the way, if you're going to that event, you got shaved. <laughs> like, what? No, I don't. <laughs> All right, let me call. <laughs> what? Let me call. Let me call Damon up. Hey, Damon, man, I ain't going to make it to the ceremony, man. <laughs> I ain't gonna make it, bro. Sorry, bro. I've been growing this shit like three years. Yeah, yo, this is it for me, bro. You know what I'm saying? I'm a, yo, I'm gonna come after. I'm gonna come after my civvies. Yeah, but I ain't, you man. know, all that past and present stuff, man. I can't be there for that, man. Yeah, man. Ain't gonna make that, man. Sorry about hey, that. Hey, speak, speaking on uniform standards, I want to um, holler at 
like all the young sellers and let y'all know this, man, because I had to learn this the hard way. So I had good feet before I joined the Navy, right? Mm. I had good feet. Real nice, pretty. I might have had like a little... Yeah, don't go too far, bro. No, don't go no, too we far. We good, man. We good, man. I'm being transparent. <laughs> I'm, being, I'm being transparent, I guess, right? But like, you know, I might have rubbed against playing basketball, whatever, rubbed against some. So I might like a little hardened edge or whatever somewhere. But nothing crazy, like beautiful feet. I still, I don't have corns and stuff now, right? But um, them black socks, my black feet, and them black boots, they... They will make and yo, this is important information, right? I know we've been kind of mm-hmm. chilling and saying a lot of stuff in jest to this episode, but this is important information. That shit is like a steam box are like covering your foot, and especially because you know, like the rule we gotta tie our boots so damn tight or whatever. Like, and I'm like a stickler for like following the rules. So I like. I then and when I pull my boots, I got the shoe. You know, our boots, navy boots, for some reason, got these long ass shoestrings and shit. So I pull my shoestrings mm-hmm. like all the way up to my neck when I'm tying my <laughs> when I'm tying my boots, bro. And your feet, it can't breathe. Your feet can't breathe, yeah. right? So I'm I'm telling you this, all the young sellers. So this is what happened with me, right? This not racy, right? But I'm gonna talk about different races real quick. I'm a young black dude or whatever like that. And I'm dealing with, like, realizing, like, yo, my feet is getting, like, fucked up. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's starting mm-hmm. to get st- shit. Athlete's foot. Like, shit like that. I'm just trying to be honest with y'all. You know what I'm saying? Like, if if you ever see me in the picture in the sand or whatever like that, my toes are kind of dug into the sand. You know, you're not going to see my toes. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> I'm just being honest. You know what I mean? Um... But, and I love my wife, man. I love her. I love you to death, baby. I love that you, you know, accept that. But the the Navy, the black boots fucked up my feet. All right, so let me get to the story. Um, I was chilling one day with a mentor of mine who I love and respect to the most, right? One of my EM2s um, at the time when I was a fireman. Uh, he's a white guy. And, um, and I was looking at his feet, right? His feet was beautiful, like immaculate. You know what I mean? And he had been in the Navy for like 14 years, you know? And I'm like, yo, and honestly, you know, when I was younger, this dumb, right? You know, I used to sleep with my socks on, right? And I I, I didn't know, you know, like a kid, like, you know, I guess, and I guess that's, is that dumb, Damon? Sleeping with your socks on? Is that like? Nah, nah. I, I do it sometimes. All uh, right, yeah, so. To, to now, nah, I do it sometimes, no. Yeah, I don't do it at all no more. But I used to sleep with my socks yeah. on, right? And um, I used to walk around all the time, socks on, stuff like that. And I asked him, I'm like, hey, like, hey, bro, like, you know, and he know who he is. He listens to the pod all the time. Um, he he will wear like he got like the thong, um, you know, he got like the thong sandals on or whatever, so you could really see big toe and the rest of the feet looking real nice, man. I'm like, yo, bro, like, why your feet look so nice? Like, you've been in the Navy so long. My feet are like jacked after just boot camp, and this is my first command. He was like, yo, I let my feet breathe. I let my toes breathe. He's like, I walk around with sandals when I'm not, you know, um, in, in those Navy boots. He was like, yeah, bro, like those Navy boots. And it's like life shit. And man, that's why I, I'm always give a shout out to everybody that told me anything in the Navy. This ain't really had nothing to do with the Navy. This had to do with life. But he was like, yo, take your damn boots off the moment you get in the house and embrace your feet. Like, keep your feet out. You know what I mean? 
And from then on, you know, I never had any more issues. Like it, the issues didn't progress, you know, um, it, uh-huh. it pretty much issues from where they where like where it started at, you know, still dealing with that, trying to, you know, get that right. But in order to like, like fix your feet, you got to damn near lose your liver or something like that. But um, <laughs> you, you laugh because you know it's true. <laughs> but um, I, I've, you know, it's been better, but I appreciate that advice from him. So young, you know, young sellers, if you starting to notice, I mean like the fresh out of boot camp, first command, first six months, if you starting to notice your feet, like it's feeling like you're getting more athlete's foot and all of that stuff, Really, 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 like, you know, take them boots off as much as you can. Take your boots off. Take your boots off. Soak your feet. Dry your feet real good. It's funny I'm talking about feet, but this is important to me. Dry your feet real good. Um, Air it out. You know what I'm saying? Like that, because you don't want to be like me, still reeling about how bad, you know, your feet got fucked up. I tell you something, man, my, my issue I had, not necessarily with the, the 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 boots and stuff, like messing my feet up and all that stuff, man. I had a problem when I first came in, man, um, of wearing the straight black socks. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. what I mean is, yeah. is that, is that like, man, my whole feet turned a different color, man. My toenails, everything turned a different color. Yeah. So I learned from that, man. So now... I wear uh, the white bottom, white socks underneath them. Oh, you wear white, white socks, socks underneath, underneath them, or I wear like the ones that the the white bottoms. Yeah, the white. You bottoms. know what I mean? With the, that, yeah, but uh, I had to do. My whole feet was turning colors, man. Yeah, like like real bad, man. So I I did learn from that, man. But I'm here to tell you guys, you don't have to learn from our experiences. You learn it now. We are telling you things you can do. You know, so you, you can have some nice feet, man. You know, yeah, and if if you still wearing straight black socks with black boots, yo, talk to oh, me. Oh yeah, talk to me. We Ooh, gotta talk woo. about that. Especially they make the white bottom <laughs> joints. They the white bottom yeah, joints yeah. wasn't around when I first came in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know yeah, what I mean. So and you know you yeah. have to have black socks. So if you still rocking the black socks with the black boots, yo, you <laughs> do some soul search. Also, if you if you using them straps that come on the type threes. <laughs> you nasty <laughs> like you, you know it <laughs> get some blouses straps man blouse your shit up man like if you using them type 3 straps you got problems man it's funny because we talked to Rob and I saw Rob talk about this on Facebook but I wanted to address that too like yo you nasty get some blousing straps man yeah, man. Like, like I know you left them at home or whatever, man. Go get, go pick up another little pack, man. Yeah. Put a pack in your car. Put a pack in your backpack. Put them all over the place, man. You can't be rolling yeah, like that. I got like three hundred blousing straps, like a bunch of different colors. Like, if you go, yeah. if you go, my kids, 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 will still be like finding blousing <laughs> straps, bro. Get some blousing straps. Stop uh, playing. Like, man. stop playing. You know that's nasty. It don't even blouse right. It don't tuck under right. Like, get yourself some blouse and straps. <laughs> Do yourself a favor, man. You know, because if you up for like yeah. SOQ or something, they might hit you for that. Like, you might not get it. You better not come up in there with those freaking. Yeah. And why? Like, why y'all make that? Why we make that? Who make? Who make? In, in, yeah, you right about who, that too. Who make in dubs? American who? Is that? Hey, man. Why y'all I hope make it didn't that? come from a focus group either. I hope that shit didn't come from a focus group. Yeah. Put like, that little fucking Oh, thing man, there, man. Like, blowing straps cost money. We might as well just add it to the pants. Like, yo, them John's trash. <laughs> like, like they suck. <laughs> like, don't use them. You nasty. Uh, uh, trash. 
Oh, man. All right. On a serious note, right? Um, sexual harassment claims, right? We talked about this with uh, Simeo stuff. But sexual harassment claims are being taken out of commander's hands in the Navy and Marine Corps. Right? Yeah, I mean, I, I, I personally, my opinion, I think it's a great idea. Right? I think it puts no pressure on the command. Because uh, a lot of times when the command takes it, man, they they appoint somebody at that command to 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 do it. I think now when you have a a, a somebody come in, they are a fresh mind, you know, looking into the case. They are not looking at it like it could be. What's the word I'm looking for? Like, um, they know the person. I know this person, man. I don't know if I want to do this or do that, right? You got somebody coming in from the outside, don't know you, don't know that person. He does, they are just doing their job. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. On what it taking this, the notes, doing everything they have to do, getting the information, um, with no like really having no no consequences of 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 getting in trouble because they said this or somebody snooping around and asking them questions. None of that stuff. You don't know them. They just calling you in, ask you questions. I think it's a great idea, man. Um, and 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 I don't. This may not be the first thing they get taken out of the commander's hands. You know what I mean? I mean it like, may like not be just, the last thing, right? It may not be the last. I mean, thing. I mean, it may not be the last thing. I mean, yeah. So, uh, but this is one of them I think is a great idea. Yeah, and 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 this stuff we still seeing a result of things that's been put into action after Vanessa Guillen uh, was was yeah was killed. Um, so we still seeing a result at all. And I I just really I just saw like a story where the, the girl is saying that you know she might. Like the girl saying what the alleged intent of the murder was, but I I don't believe that story. But um, you know, they saying that Vanessa saw a picture in the guy's phone and he it was with he was with the girl that was still married or whatever. Um, what well, a woman that was still married, so she saw that and he killed her. Um, I don't I don't know. I think it's more to that. But outside of that, I think this is a good idea as well. Um a lot, like you said, man, a lot of that, even Simeo, man, a lot of that should be taken out of the command um, and, 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 and you know, given to somebody without any kind of ownership of it. Uh, we, I was talking to one of the Air Force guys in my class and they don't even own like the P, the, their uh, PRT. They're like physical fitness uh, test uh, program. They don't own that like somebody else does. Right. So, you know, now it's like a fair shake. It's no like. There's no biases. There's nobody mm. that got anything against somebody or nobody that's helping somebody. It's completely out of the hands of of us. You know what I mean? Um and and Oh man, we got the right, I'm at the write that down, man. That's that's yeah, hmm. yeah. I wonder who else do that. I wonna know what else what, what who else do that. Hmm, that's yeah. good. Yeah, man. Like it. It's out of our hands. But I mean, it, that's just I think it's dope that like we we listening to <clears throat> We listening to things and we actually changing things. Uh, sexual harassment investigations, they should be out of commander's hands. I don't think that the commander should have to make that determination. Let's put that in the hands of somebody else, right? Um, and, yep. and let's, you know, even, a, even because a, that's a semi thing. So even a semi as well. Like that's a lot of little, yep. that's a lot of pressure on like all of that. Yeah, semi I was talking to some people earlier about how, you know, the simio is supposed to be like an advisor to the commanding officer, but that could get clunky sometimes, you know, um, uh-huh. that could get Very real clunky. clunky. Um, I had a seller talk to me about having issues with their simio and 
and stuff like that, about their SMEO being afraid to go talk to the uh, command about stuff like that. So I think some people get confused about that role. And we talk about that a lot. So I don't want to go too, you know, too crazy about that. But I want to ask you a question um, about waiting for pay when you make rank. Well, not even ask you a question. Uh, I want to educate civilians uh, that listen to the podcast about about the Navy because I don't know if they know, you know, what happens. But you make rank, right? So let's say you make like, you know, you make senior chief. A year could go by, you know, a damn near year could go by before you start getting paid for your rank. You know, and that's other ranks too. That's like junior rank, you know, junior ranks too, depending yeah, yeah. on, you know, how you fall out. But a damn near a year could yeah. go by before you start getting paid. But you assuming the yeah. roles and responsibilities, right? Yeah. Um, I, I, I tell you. Yeah. What's up? That's, that's, so I think the EA thing, but I, I think the, the where it really hits though, man, is um, uh, when you make E7 though. Yeah. Right. Because you got to buy uniforms, you guys. It's a lot more stuff that's going on that you got to spend money on, but then you don't get paid to that next year. Yeah. And most of the time, when you're making chief now, a lot of these guys are making it a lot earlier. So, and, but just for the, the people to know, if you're a senior, sometimes you can get paid earlier. Yeah. So it ain't just automatically a year. It depends on your seniority and all that type of stuff. So sometimes you can't get paid early, but. Now chiefs are making it a lot sooner now, so most of the time they're getting paid probably the next the year out, the next uh, year out or whatever. And then whoever out there can educate me on that, maybe I'm not saying it right. So if you guys got the right answer to that about the seniority thing, it may just be a percentage. Um, I'm not sure, uh, but whatever it is, let us know. Yeah, I mean, I've been um, waiting. I had to wait like damn near. I had to wait damn near a year to get paid. Uh, um, I think this is about yeah. to be like my first senior chief paycheck, man. So, so it's a long wait. And I just found that funny. I'm not complaining about that or not. I just think that's a funny thing that I think civilians should know. It's like, yo, we wait a long time to yeah. get paid. However, if you get in trouble, right? <laughs> so let's say, you know, you made first, you was a second class, you made first class. So that's E5, E6 for the civilians, right? So you was an E5 and you made E6. You were second class, you make first class. Let's say you get in trouble before your money kick in. Right. Since you still getting paid for second class, if you get in trouble with something that's, you know, like critical enough for you to lose your rank, you're going to get uh, a reduction in your rank. It's going to be to your next uh, pay grade, to, to the pay grade under. If you're a second class, but you may, if you was a second, but you made first, oh, I hope I ain't really. I hope I'm not, I'm saying it's the best way I can. But if you was an E5, but you made E6, but wasn't getting paid for E6 yet, you technically still an E5. So when you get busted down, you getting busted down to a third class petty officer, right? So you was an E6. E4. Yep. You was an E6, an LPO, leading petty officer. You in charge of a division or doing whatever leadership thing that you're doing, depending on your situation. You get in trouble before you start getting paid. You go down two ranks back to a damn E4. And I love my E4s out there, but I know ain't no E6 that went back to an E4 ever was happy about that shit. So you go back <laughs> down to an E4. Yeah. You was just it's leading crazy. your people three weeks ago. You know, now you're an E4. Yeah. Sitting, you know, sitting in ranks and, you know, trying to figure this out. 
you know, trying to figure out what you're going to do. So I just wanted the civilians to know. And then in the military, in the Navy, in the military, you know, that rank stuff mean a lot. That's like, you know, two pay, yeah. like two pay grades, two different like, like whole formats of roles and responsibilities and stuff like that. So you bang down yeah, twice, yeah. your E5 might have been waiting for that. That E5, <laughs> yo, that E5 might have been waiting to tell Ooh, you to fall in. Oh, yeah, man. <laughs> like, be like, yeah, man, um, I need you to go, go, you know, clean some stuff up, man. You know what I mean? <laughs> go ahead. And, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead and, um, you know, get those bilges, man. Yeah. Go ahead and uh, get that trash taken out. Yeah, you, I know you know how to do it. You was telling me how to do it for the last two years. <laughs> I mean, not two years. You're telling me how to do it for the last whatever amount of time. You know what I'm saying? Um, <laughs> so, you know, I'm on Navy Cool, right? You know, uh, junior sellers also, if you listen to Navy Cool is where you find, like a lot of sellers, hey, I want to study, you know, I, I'm trying to figure out how to study stuff like that. Um, they got the bibliographies on there for whatever pay grade that you're taking a test for, whatever test you're taking. The bibliography is a list of... Um, uh, like manuals and sources of information for uh, what you need to study um, for, for you know, for your rank. So for like EMs, it's a bunch of NEATS modules and stuff like that on a bib, a bunch of tech manuals and stuff like that on a bib that's going to help you with the exam. Uh, what is it for DC, man? What's on, like, what's some of the stuff that's on the bibliography? Yeah, like, it, man, huge stuff, like 555, NSTM 505, NSTM 079, Volume 1, 2, yeah. you know, 3, uh, all, the, all the big What's stuff, the man. But the five, I know what the 555 is, but that's the that's the RPM, yeah. right? No, 555 is firefighting. Basic, surface basic firefighting. firefighting? Yeah. Oh, shit. So uh, It ain't so basic. It just says, Surface, yeah. so I don't know what the 555 is. Yeah. I fucked that up. So what's the no, RPM? It's firefighting. So what's 074? RPM gas, is by itself. That's gas free, right? RP, RPM is its own thing. 074 huh? is gas free, right? Yeah. All right, yeah, all right. I got something. See, I know, I know. I know yeah, you got something, something right, man. man. Yeah, yeah. I messed that up, man. But yeah, so, um, and that's what's on your bed, like different, you know, stuff yeah. like that. All that stuff. That's 0742. It's on there too. Yeah. yeah. Hey, I know what the 555 is, you know. You know, I had a little brain freeze, man. I'm up here at SEL. It's a lot of information they teaching us. Be like, yo, this is just what you guys know, you know. <laughs> but um, uh, but um, yeah. So that's the bibs, right? It's list of things, uh, different sources of information and stuff. But back in the day when I used to study, bro, I would pull up the bib. Well, before before we get to that, like young like young sellers, you got bibs, right? But the bibs ain't, you know. That's not all you have, right? Because you don't, it's not like a whole tech manual that you need to kind of go through. So you also need to look at your topics and your subtopics where they break down specifically like the different things that is going to be covered on that exam, right? So you got your bibliographies and your topics and subtopics. And then like topics are like, for instance, like mine, I say like the gaussing or whatever, or magnetic silencing or whatever. Then it'd be like the four things from that tech manual that's going to be on the exam. So I'm not like blindly opening up my tech manual based off the bib and studying or whatever like that, right? So I think that's good information for, you know, y'all to know. Now, where y'all don't have it as good as we had it was back when I was studying for the exam, bro. I don't know if you remember this, but the bibs yeah. used to have hyperlinks um, where you could just click the hyperlink and that tech manual pop up. And you say the tech manual or whatever device you're using or whatever like that. Do you remember that? Well, I'm going to say this, man. When you bring this up, man, I, ain't, I, I know I'm out the game. 
you know, for a while when it comes to studying for these exams and stuff. But I didn't know they took it out. Yeah, they took it out, bro. They took yeah, out the hyperlink. Man. I always, you I'm just like you, man. We always had the hyperlink. I always click on that shit, that shit pop up. You know what I mean? Boom. Yeah. Like, you know, and, and I, I tell you what, I went as far as that's kind of where I used to get my manuals from. Yeah. yeah Save them. That's sure. how I saved them because I went on there and clicked on them and saved them. It was yeah. good. I didn't know they it wasn't doing that anymore, man. Yeah, and it's crazy because I feel like as the time has changed, like I feel like back then it would have been like the generation to like that would still go look for the tech manual or whatever like that. And I feel like now as time progresses, we should add the hyperlink. Like, like I feel like, yeah, yeah. like we're used, easier, like all right? of us are used to like information being at the palm of our hand. So it's like, are right, you yeah. telling me about this tech manual? Now I still got to Google it or whatever like that. When we used to have a hyperlink. So whoever knows why they got rid of hyperlinks are if you, if you a uh, bib still have them, uh, let me know. But when I've been looking at bibs, I don't see hyperlinks anymore. But if you know why we yeah. did, if was it like a security thing? I know we can't have them for certain uh, rates and stuff like that. But if it was like a security reason why we got rid of them, I would love to know um, that. Yeah, it, it made, most definitely made it easier for, for me when I was studying stuff, man. Um, I know now they probably just copy and paste it into freaking Google or something and, and it pops right up or yeah. whatever. But uh, it just made it more easy. You're already looking at it. Hyperlink, click on it, pops up. Yeah, because you can't use Quizlet when you're taking an exam, man. <laughs> you can't open up the window. Sorry you can't open a that, new baby. tab or a yeah, new window you when you're taking an exam. You can't use Quizlet. All right, so. Yeah. What up? No, oh, no, go ahead, go ahead. So uh, what was some of your study practices, though? Like when you, you know, if you were studying for like a Bitqual or whatever like that, like what some of the things you did to study? So first off, um, I have to give shots out to people that was, um, I was getting the qual under first, right? Because lucky for me, man, like, like, uh, being a DC, when we kind of like the, the, the outside engineer type, type deal, right? So we don't really like, we don't really have a lot to do with the, the machinery and the engines and all this stuff, right? When we get our quals. Yeah. So we kind of like starting from scratch type deal when it comes to like, so um, I remember going into uh, beginning ERO was like one of my biggest quals in, in the beginning. And I was a DC, I was DC one at the time. And I'm like, I know about, I always did the ASM, the PSM, the sound security and things like that, but ERO. So I had this guy, man. What's ASM? He was a, I know what ASM huh? is, but I'll do the same thing I did with the 555. I know what it is, oh, but they say, the, they say the wrong shit. <laughs> Yeah. What, what's so, ASM? Um, auxiliary space. Auxiliary system monitor. Yeah, auxiliary system monitor, right? And what's PSM? I think that's Propulsion. Okay. Right. System right. monitor. Okay. Yeah. Um, I think they changed the name of them too. Yeah. But, and yeah. I'm, and so I'm so only getting, asking for like somebody yeah, yeah, that yeah. don't know. Or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. I think they changed them like engine, like ERO engine room operator. Uh, I am they, they, they and changed shit stuff like that. around. Yeah. yeah, yeah, they changed the names and stuff. But um, yeah, so when I was getting a quarrel, man, I was on is this chief down there, man, in the space. I was like, man, I was, that's the chief. Like, why he's why I didn't even know like why he was down there. Yeah. Soon I found out later, but I'm not gonna get into all that. But he was standing watching the space, and they put me under him. And man, this dude was smart as hell, man. He knew all that engine uh, everything like, about it, man. So I was he was like me in my like, dream. He, he was kicking like, <laughs> <laughs> ass down there, man. He knew every fucking thing. So man, I got underneath him, man, and I and I freaking learned so much about all that stuff that I was down there, man. Yeah. Um. So when it came to studying stuff, man, 
I'm a hands-on guy. I like to see things. And me coming from the ERO, seeing all this stuff down in the space. So when I came up to Pack Operator and Epsi Operator, man, I, I kind of visualized it then because I seen it down there. I seen it operate. Yeah. So it goes back to a visual thing for me. I seen how this works. So when I'm up there pushing this button, it was like, this was happening. You know what I mean? This is closing to make this do this and this do that. Yeah. This opening. So this at this time, so this can happen. You know, so it started helping me learn doing the way. The only thing I really studied when I came up to, to CCS for EI was more like program yeah. stuff. I kind of knew everything about the engines, everything about all that stuff from being down in space. And the program stuff, man, like, man, it just came from us being in there on it all the time, man, making flashcards and uh, really didn't even have to even make a lot of flashcards, man. Believe it or not, man, people had so many flashcards already made in there. So the thing we did was like study, study, study. Every watch, man, was study, study, study. Outside of watching, if you ain't got nothing to do, study, study. And believe it or not, man, like, and I know you you say the same, you're going to say the similar things when it comes to, to people. Like sometimes, man, you just got people out there that just want you to do good, man. Yeah. They want to help you, man. And they like, hey, take this, man. Look at this. Look at that. This is stuff you're going to be asked. So we kind of got a blueprint to what we need to know ahead of time. Yeah. You know what I mean? If you tell me, know this, seeing Chief Leggings, Guess what? And you can pass this board. Yeah, you just, I feel like you you gave me the you gave me the open book on that, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, me, I'm a I'm a repetition person. I'm a I know some people, man. It was some dudes that I worked with that were like they really had like photographic memories. Like they did not have to study. No. They just knew the stuff and really totally understood it. Uh, me, I'm a repetition person. I gotta just keep doing it. So what I do with index cards, for instance, I know everybody remember my EL stack that I had. It was a big ass EL stack. Um, but um, yeah, what I would do was, you know, the goal is to not have a stack. So you know, I just keep looking at the index card. So first of all, the first part of the studying is writing the questions and answers. Right, that's the first part. And me, I probably already took notes too. So I may be writing the questions and answers off the notes. If somebody got like question and answer, like we call them cheat sheets, but they study guides or whatever. But if somebody got like question and answer study guides, I'm writing those on index cards too, right? So I'm like, my index cards now is like how you said is like a whole bunch of stuff around. My index cards is like all that shit together, like just a big stack. So what I do is I go somewhere quiet, right? And I just go through the index cards. And if I hesitate to answer a question or I don't know the answer, it goes back into the stack, right? Um, I might start off putting it back at the bottom of the stack or I might put it in the middle of the stack somewhere else. But I need to know it, right? And if it's things that's like, mm -hmm. if it's things that's like listed, like, let's say it's a list of things, right? Like, uh, what's all uh, what's all the components of the MRG or whatever, right? If it's like a list of things, I want to know them in the order that I have them written on the list, but I also want to know them out of the order that I have them written on the list. And if I don't get that, then I put it back under the stack. I put it back under the stack. And the goal yeah. is to keep doing that until I don't have a stack. So every question that I ask myself, uh, I just know it without even having to flip the index card over um, or whatever like that. So that's how I do with index cards. But I want to specifically talk about when I was at E5 and I was going for EL. I had a uh, the blueprint. What's the, the graph paper? So I had graph paper, you know, the ones with the little blue squares or yeah. whatever. And the biggest thing that I was kind of like afraid of was the drawings, the diagrams, right? 
Because this was around Robin Stout board. You in there with the chief engineer, the captain, XO, and some other people, right? Your MPA, your ace. Um, and and um, they said that the first thing you had to do was draw two systems, right? So it's like yeah. a few systems. You might you might do fire, fire main. You might do fuel. You might do lube oil. You might do CRP. Um, depending on the space, you know, it's different. And then it's a few other systems you worried about. Like uh, we had steam, so it might have been that. Pot of water, stuff like that. But um, what I would do was on this uh, on this uh, graph paper, I would draw one component, right? Like, so let's say for like the lube oil or something, we started out, uh, let's say few, we started out at the tanks or whatever, right? We started out at like service tanks or however we started the drawing. Because um, it normally flowed from, you know, storage service or however you're doing it, right? Um, so we start out at the storage tanks. I would just draw the tank, right? And then um, I would flip that page, right? So I would look at the drawing, draw the tank, and then flip that page um, to a new graph paper, right? It's super tedious, right? I would flip that page to a new graph paper and then draw the tank again without having to look at it because I, I already drew it on the last page. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. So then I would add one more thing. So let's say it's piping leading to like a valve. So I would just, I would add the piping, right? Then I would flip that page yeah. again, draw the tank, draw the pipe, and then draw the, then I look at the diagram again and then draw the valve or whatever. I would flip that page, <laughs> Tank, <laughs> pipe, valve, whatever piping is next. Bro, so let's say, like, you know, it's like, let's say it's 90 different components in the system. I done done this shit 90 times in repetition. By the time I get to that last page and that last component, I know how to draw the, mm -hmm. I know how to draw the system out, like, already in yeah. the first um, attempt. You know, it wasn't like every time try to draw it freehand or whatever. No, it really took, like for those diagrams when I was studying for EL, it really took one time because I did it in that manner, component by component or whatever. It's crazy. Yeah. You know, and I, that's, that's, it's crazy. And I want to tell any like young seller studying for something with diagrams, that might seem tedious, but it becomes like, yo, it become like a muscle memory joint at that, at that point, y'all. Yeah, that's tank. a technique, man. Uh, that's, yeah. that's a lot. It's a lot when you're studying, but I guarantee you <laughs> when you get done, you got mm -hmm. it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then you, no doubt. then you get up there, you're doing, yeah, like, like, honestly, like they could have had me draw every diagram. Like I was super confident about the diagrams because it's like, I know exactly what to do. Tank. Yeah. Piping, yeah. valve, piping, you know, pump, whatever, you know, whatever it is. It's crazy, man. Like, but, uh, uh you know, yeah. it, it was, but that's me. Like I'm super tedious, you know, that's just, you know, just who I am as a person, but that worked. So I did definitely want to share that one. Um, Leadership, yeah, leadership, leadership, shit. leadership, 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 right? We talk about leadership a lot. We talk about leadership a lot. Um, SecNav has something to say about leadership in an all-nav, right? All-nav 03622. Um, as this may read like just a general all-nav, this to me says a whole lot more than it's saying, right? So I'm a, I highlighted a few things in this all-nav, right? So SecNav says, uh, while serving as your secretary these past 10 months, several issues have come across my desk for decision or review that galvanize the significance of steadfast leadership and total accountability in our Department of the Navy. 
He says, uh, leaders in key roles, especially those in command, right? Selected based on years of training, experience, qualifications, established requirements, and a multitude of distinct factors. These leaders are the best and most fully qualified. The special trust, confidence, and responsibility placed on the leaders in command also brings a higher level of accountability. When leaders' actions or inactions result in the loss of life, our capital resources are simply lower our standards. Oh, the loss of life, our capital resources are simply lower our standards. The senior leadership of the DON has a responsibility to determine the root cause and hold responsible persons appropriately accountable. I would encourage all leaders, especially those in command, to continually assess your team's performance, to communicate early and often on material readiness and resource shortfalls, as well as impediments to improvement and always ask for help when needed. Uh, we must cherish the special trust, confidence, and responsibility that comes with command and should never take it for granted. Released by the Honorable Carlos Del Toro, Secretary of the Navy. And there's a whole lot more in that on that, but they like, you know, the things yeah. I highlighted, right? So he's talking to leaders, especially those in command. In command. Right? Yeah. Um, and this one, uh, you know, some of this stuff is above our pay grade or whatever, right? But this one that we've, you know, it's a lot of, it's been a lot of issues that, you know, we and we have them listed as things to talk about on a podcast, but other things come up that kind of move over them. Um, but, you know, you got one right here, right? Navy relieves Naval Justice School leadership, right? Um, and this one, like they say, COXO and Naval Justice School were fired due to loss of confidence and their ability to command, right? Um, and this says it was uh, following a, a command climate a survey and it had nothing to do with misconduct, right? Um, yeah. But it's just that it was a lack of confidence. Um, it says uh, Larson took command of the school less than eight months ago while Swaim had been assigned to the school in various roles since 2020. So we're going to talk about that in, in, in a minute, the whole eight-month thing. I, I want your opinion on that. But that's COXO, yeah. you know, relieved the duty. You got another uh, headline, right? How uh, XO's misconduct and a commander who failed to correct him got them both fired, right? So you got this XO yeah. that they, you know anything about this this story? Now, yeah, well, yeah. Um, for that story, man, that kind of goes back to, and we actually, I think we, we mentioned this a little bit though, this whole story. Um, but I don't want to get into the whole, like the story or whatever, but it goes back to accountability, right? It goes back to leadership and accountability. You have, and, and and it goes all, a little bit further back of taking things out of the commander's hands. Yeah, right. Because now you got sailors, officers reporting things on this. I think it was the the XO was like being belligerent, being saying sexual stuff, and doing all type of stuff. Yeah, right. The 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 captain didn't freaking didn't do anything. Right. So that's why they all got relieved. But guess what? If you had an outside person come in. And investigate that it had been a whole different ball game, yeah, right. But but that didn't happen. So, but it goes back to accountability. You in that position for a reason. You have to be. You have to freaking sometimes lay the law down, and it has sometimes could be your executive officer or whoever it is on there 
you are in charge of that ship, man. And um, I think that's what happened in this case, man. I think he just didn't correct it. And, and um, you know, it's, it's, it's sad to... It's sometimes sad, but at the same time, though, that's your job to do that. Yeah, and I know sometimes we think we might be, like, aggressively, like, setting, like, a standard. But, like, when you... Like, for instance, it says conduct conduct ranging from berating outbursts, uh, throwing objects, aggressive course control in front of peers and subordinate, communication barriers, uh, offensive hostile environments. I think sometimes, like, you might think you're setting, like, a standard, um, but you you might just be, like, kind of destroying the confidence of people that even, like, speak, say things. You got people feeling like they walking on eggshells, you know, and stuff like yeah. that. Um, so, and, and, and that's the key, man. That's the key, man. That's, that's one of the biggest things, man. Like, like being in that position, you want people to come talk to you, right? Yeah. Who want to go talk to somebody who's throwing things, yelling at you all the time. I'm not ever coming to you with no issues or no problems with no nothing. And that's how you, if that's how you acting. So, yeah. yeah. And then I guess the CEO's like, yeah, that's, you know, uh, that's how he is. Collateral. He was collateral. Um, <laughs> collateral. you know. But uh, damage. Yeah, but I, I, I mean, he's supposed to, you know, check. He supposed to, he yeah, supposed to do something. Yeah, most definitely supposed to correct that, man. You know, um, yeah. and then another one, you know, Navy launching investigations into G Dub and shipyard life, right? So we talked about this a whole lot already, but you know, it's just a lot of different things. Oh, uh, Navy investigation finds submarine crash in South China Sea was preventable. Right. So, I mean, we like all over the board, right? With, you know, with shit, right? With like, accountability and like stuff, right? Actual collisions. Uh, take, right. Actual collisions, take, fires, yes. uh, COs, XOs, yep. misconduct stuff. It's like uh, regular, just uh, climate survey saying, like, there's no confidence. That's like every aspect of, you know, leadership. It's a story about something. What was you about? What was you saying? That's why I'm. I'm assuming that's why that 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 uh, message came out about leadership and accountability, man. Yeah. But I, I want to add something to that that submarine, man. I want you guys out there in the submarine world to know and to get ready for um, different things to happen, man. Like once once the, it's it's gonna be it's okay. Check this out. The McCain incident. Uh huh. We start changing the way we do things. Fitzgerald incident. We start changing the way we do things. The BHR incident, we start changing the way we do things. Guess what? Submarine community, you guys are about to start changing the way you do things because of incidents like this. Get ready. It's going to happen. Yeah. All right. Let's go back, though. So, so well, to close, like, just kind of thinking about that. That's why SecNav talking, right? Because it's a lot yeah. of shit happening, you know, and we, you know, we need to kind of trice up, figure out what's going on, you know, um, <sighs> Figure something out, right? I don't know what that looks like, how that works, but we need to do something about this. And it's way more stories, way more stuff that got to do with leadership and, you know, us uh, figuring things out. Um, I'm not going to go and sit on here and say that lead leadership is horrible, um, but I'm always going to sit on here and say that we got room to grow. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. We definitely got, yeah, definitely. We definitely got room to grow. But let's go back to this uh, Naval Justice School leadership thing real quick. So it says, this is what it says, mm -hmm. right? Neither officer was involved in misconduct. Their relief will not impact the school. Uh, neither officer is facing disciplinary action. So it says Larson took command of the school less than eight months ago, right? Um, while Swain had been assigned to the school various. So Larson was, let me make sure I got all of this right. Larson was 
the captain, right? Larson was the uh, first in command, the CO. Yeah. Second in command was a Marine Corps lieutenant, Lieutenant Colonel Swain. I um, hope I'm saying mm-hmm. it right. I'm probably not, right? Um, so Larson was the captain, took the command, and in eight months was relieved of duty as a commanding officer. So my question to you is, do you believe eight months is enough time to eval- to, to evaluate somebody's ability to lead? I'm going to say yes. Mm-hmm. I think eight months is a is 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 a uh, is a amount of time. First off, um, it's qualifications and it's things you've done in your career to get you where you at right now. Yeah. Right. So already before you get there, they before you a month in, they they felt like you can lead these people because you probably didn't lead before or you got some qualifications, you got all that stuff. Yeah. Um. Now we're talking about eight months into the job. Yes. Most definitely, man. I know, and I'm going to tell you straight up from me and my standpoint, and I know I, I say this, and I'm sure you may have said it before too, is when I'm a month on the job, it's like, I might say, you know what? Hey, I just only been here a month. I'm going to get to it. You know, three months go by. I'm going to say, uh, three months. You know, I might get to that. Yeah. But when it start hitting that six month time, you got to take some ownership, right? You got to take some ownership, maybe quicker than that. But I'm just saying, when things start happening, you can't blame nobody else no more for too long, man. Eight months, you can't blame no, nobody <laughs> no more. You've All been right. there eight months now. Let so, me let me ask you another uh, let me ask you another question. Yeah. Do you think that eight months is enough time to change a command climate? Matter of fact, a, I don't know, man. Culture. I don't not, I don't not know. Climate, I, I can't not climate, not climate, not climate. Yeah. Culture. Yeah culture i think eight months is the time that you make and you can i don't know about change but i know you can start the change yeah right i mean you could put things in place to start the change i don't know because check this out man one thing we know is uh when people had commands for two years three years or whatever the case may be man it's hard and this is a short command which people may be there a little bit longer you're talking about the legal people they they normally kind of stay there maybe, yeah. you know what I mean? Doing that stuff for a long time. So it's not, it won't be, it will not be easy at a command like that to start changing things. Um, but, you know, I think when a new leader come into place, they going to have a, they own thought process on what they think, how they think it should run. So they need to put those things in place. Yeah. Right. If you don't put those things in place and you get there and you just go, oh, that was a great idea. Just keep doing that. Just keep doing that. You really what is that, though? You need to find out all those things out. What is that? And and it's hard, though, man. Yeah. Eight months is is, is, is hard, but um, you at least got to put your your plan in place, though, in eight months. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think that like a lot of times when people get fired and stuff like that, I think I mean, I think some of that stuff got to come with some kind of uh, qualifiers, right? Conversations and stuff like that. Right. So I feel like. You know, if I if I step into a command and it's a the culture is messed up, I do think it's gonna take longer than eight months to like for visible like results, right? Um, f- for everything yeah. like as a full scale visible results. But I also think that if somebody comes, you know, to the command and they can assess that the culture is messed up, but then they talk to me as the leader, um, the first thing that I would be able to do is acknowledge. 
like our shortfalls and kind of give them like a, a way forward in my plans to like fix yeah. the culture. Right. Like that's yeah. kind of what we want to do. If you come talk to me and I'm completely like oblivious to the culture being messed up and I don't have any way to kind of move forward, then I would see you not having confidence in, you know, my leadership. And again, we're not talking about what happened here because we don't know that story, but just that yeah. whole kind of thing. But I, I do think eight months is not like a fair shot in evaluating um, impact, you know, but some of these commands. It might have just been a really great command with a really great climate, a really great culture. And then you came and things changed that way, too. But yeah, so I do think eight months is like we need a little you need a little bit more time. It's like when presidents like in a last year and they do a lot of stuff that you really don't see until like the next president come, um, uh, you know, stuff like that, that 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 we see. So I think we are on the same page about that. Yeah, most definitely. Uh, so most definitely. A friend of mine called me, right? And mm-hmm. a lot of this I can't I can't really get into, right? But I do kind of want to pulse check, you know, some of this. But he called me and he was like, Hey, I want I need you to talk to me. He at first class. He was like, I need you to talk to me as as a senior chief, you know. Um dealing with some stuff. Um, and I want like a senior chief's brain. Um, and it I don't want my friend's brain, I don't want, you know, such and such like that. Um, but I'm dealing with some stuff with that had to do with a chief's mess. So I want to know what are like, are they think, how are they thinking, you know, and you know, uh, that kind of thing. Right. So I was like, all right, I mean, you know, I can only be honest, but, uh, this has to do with the A2P program. Right. So I'm gonna go back to NAV admin two thirty nineteen from October, 2019 and talk about the advancement to position program for a second, just to kind of help with the story. So a couple of things highlighted, not everything. Sellers selected for A2P billets, right? And again, this is advanced to position, will be advanced to E6 and receive pay commensurate with that pay grade upon reporting to their ultimate duty station after successful completion of any required training and route. All right. Applicants must be E5s who are in their detailing window for rotation and have taken the most recent E6 Navy-wide advancement exam for which results have been published, uh, should be qualified to fill the specific billet to which they apply. So if like, for instance, if it's like a craft master billet or whatever, you should be a qualified craft master. All sellers may apply to sea duty A2P billets regardless of seashore flow rotation. Sellers on shore duty who are due to rotate to sea duty will not be considered for shore duty billets, right? So I'm going to read the first sentence one more time. Oh, here's a little bit more. Uh, sellers selected for A2P okay. billets are eligible for frocking upon six. Oh, yeah, that's important. Sellers selected for A2P billets are eligible for frocking upon successful completion of all in route training or schools required for the billet to which they were selected and will be advanced to the pay grade of E6 upon check in at their ultimate duty station. Sellers who fail to successfully complete in route training schools required for the performance of an A2P billet will not be advanced to E6, regardless of whether or not they continue to execute orders to the ultimate duty station, right? So if you don't complete the en route training schools required, you won't be advanced. You can still go to that next duty station or not. So the only way you get advanced is if you complete that en route training for schools, right? That's important, right? Because I think that's a part of the story. Um, And some of that I might not be able to get into. But um, 
So the seller called me, got to the new command as an A2P seller, still wearing E5, right? Um, because you're supposed to get frocked at the duty station, you know, you report to. Um, so again, okay. all of this is from the seller. So it's not like everything's not confirmed, you know, and even though I love you, but I got to say that in this story because everything is not, this just from his uh, version of the story. So yeah, when he got to the command, he asked if he could do first class, like, training stuff, like to learn the role of the first classes at that command, like what they do. Um, I guess it's like different, this uh, kind of like bosun's mate kind of situation stuff, right? So that's the big difference with bosun's mates normally when it comes to that ranks. Um, so he's like, hey, can I learn the first, the, you know, the first class roles? And they pretty much was like, no, you still a second class. You know, and he's like, yo, but I'm A2P. I'm going to be a first class. You know what I'm saying? So my assumption here is that he already finished the in-route training because he's at the command already, right? That yeah, could yeah. be a bad assumption, but let's go off of, let's scenario base this a little bit, right? Let's yeah. go off of that. Yeah. He already finished the training. He's at the command, and I guess he's just waiting for the processing and everything. Wait till it be so fraught. Yeah. Fraught. So uh, question yeah. number one is, do you think that he should have been getting that information for the roles and responsibilities of the first class? Or do you think he should have been getting the information for the roles and responsibility of the E5? He should have been getting the role and responsibility of the first class. Okay. And I'm going to tell you, you want me to stop you right now? You have to. Are you, so the reason why I say that, man, like when these, when these, when these billets pop up and you going to advance to pay grade and go to this command, that means that command needs you. Yeah. Right. That means they need a first class there. That's why they doing this training. So when he or she gets to that command, they should be needed. They shouldn't have. It should be a role for them. Yeah. <laughs> because because you're going to either like, for example, if I'm a DC man, I just want to have two DC ones. Yeah. Right. When that Delta DC one come there, I have a role for them. Yeah. You know what I mean? If that's the case, whatever the case may be. So. And then on top of that. If a first class asking me and want this, and or even a second class want this knowledge and want this power and and want to be great, man, bring it on. That's what I want to hear. Yeah. I want to hear stuff like that. You know what I mean? I want to hear somebody want to, you know, step it up and and want to be in charge. And 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 sometimes you may have to say hey, you got to pipe down, and sometimes you're gonna say, hell yeah, let's go. You know? Yeah. All right. So let's kind of introduce back to this full the toxic human traits, right? So yes, toxic human traits. When when sellers get mapped, right? We ain't about to act like it's all good in the community of your peers. Some sellers treat yeah. sellers that get mapped like like they didn't get it, you know, on their own. Sometimes it's jealousy. Down, sometimes it's yeah. stuff there. I yeah. never thought about that with these programs like A two P. So think about it, right? You got five first classes that it's bosun's mate rate too, right? So you it's hard. Yeah. Are you are you had to get mapped? And it's hard to get mapped as a bosun's mate. So now you got this bosun's mate that did A2P to make first. Some of these other first classes that been there for a while, I I hate that it's like this, but they probably gonna be in a feelings a little bit. Right? Yeah. I, I, and I don't know why. Now I think the mapping thing could be a little bit different. Yeah. But he's coming there. He's brand new. He don't have all the, you know what I mean? Like, I don't, 
But yeah, I mean, I, I know it's yeah. happening. You're right, though. And that's weird to me. But I mean, not because he wasn't yeah. approached with open arms by the first, that's, you know, that's crazy the first to class me. Yeah. I'm trying, like, I, I'm probably saying too much. But so at some point, right, he has, and I'm going to try to cut this story, right? But at some point, he has a conversation with his chief, right? And this is, it's a whole lot of other shit, like, but I can't, I don't want to talk about it. Um, but at some point, yeah. he like pretty much has a conversation with a chief saying this, and this after putting on first now, and it, you know, all that stuff is over. Okay. Um, at some point, and before that, I do want to say, there's some things me and him talked about that he got to own too. You know what I mean? Um, so he, got, he has a conversation with the chief and he tells the chief like, hey, I don't know the roles, like, the first class roles here, um, can you talk to me about it, right? Something like that, right? Um, and the chief fires back pretty much saying like, so you saying you don't know how to be a first class, right? That's what you're trying to tell me, you don't know how to be a first class. And it was like the in a condescending manner, like, like you should know how to be a first class. And I was triggered by that, right? Now, if the chief now, if the chief said it, or if a chief says that, I'm gonna tell you why I was. I hate to say that word trigger, but I'm gonna tell you why I was triggered about it. Because what if? So you know, his response was, "No, I'm not saying I don't know how to be a first class. I'm saying like the roles of the first class here, I don't know them. You know, can you help me? But what if he was like going to his chief, humbly saying that, "Yo, as a first class, I don't know, you know, what I'm doing, and I I need some help, chief, like." Do you think that's a bad thing for somebody to say no, that? Oh man, it's not a bad thing, man. It's not it's not at all, man. Especially I mean sometimes coming and it is coming up the way he came in too though. I mean he was a second class like a uh you know last month. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like so he 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 could need to, but but never that though, man. You 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 always want to bring somebody up, man. When you bring somebody up, especially in your same rate, you helping the team, bro. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Especially as a chief. Think about it, man. I, I got more first classes now. They mean I could divvy things up a little bit more. You are, I am, you are helping the team. You know what I mean? So I can't see why that's a that's a thing. I can't see why I will be upset about that. Yeah, but why do we most do that? definitely, man? Why do I, we do that though? Yeah, I don't I don't know, man. And and I don't know what the what the and I, and you're right, I don't want to get into all the no, leads bro, but and all this that stuff. Happened it's always two this happened but, to me. Oh, like, it happened to you? I, I was, uh, oh. I was, um, no, nah, not this story, but like very recently I was standing duty as like a duty officer and the security people called me. Yeah. And they, they said yeah. a damn acronym, right? They gave like an acronym of something. And I'm like, yo, what is that? And I don't like just getting acronyms and then repeating them back if I don't know what that mean. It, they mean. So I'm like, yo, what, like, yeah, what yeah. does this acronym mean? Or whatever. And the dude who was telling me didn't know what the acronym meant. He ain't know either. You know what I mean? Like, he ain't know either. He's, uh, you know, <laughs> yeah. I got to look it up. So, but then he was talking to somebody in the background that's prior enlisted. Dude was a senior chief. He got out. And he was saying like, like, as he was looking this shit up too, because he didn't know either, he was saying, um, damn. Uh, and I'm like, yo, I'm just asking because I don't know. And he said something. I can hear him in the background. Like, damn, sen- like, dang, senior chief. Like, like, you don't know senior? Like, you know, like, you expecting me to know just because I'm a senior chief? You know me, I, you know me, like, this the security building. You know me, like, I went over there. Like, <laughs> 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 you 
yo, I, I went over there. I want you to see yeah, my face. You know, I went over there, right? And I was like, yo, I'm the, you know, I'm the senior chief that y'all, you know, was talking to or whatever. You know, and I brought that situation up. You know, it was a little different. The energy yeah. was different. But I brought that up. I'm like, yo, I don't know what every acronym means. You know, but I felt like for a yeah. second, like I really felt like shit a little bit. Like, yo, you like I'm trying to be humble and ask what this acronym means. I got to talk to my captain about some shit that I don't even know what it means. I'm not doing that. Yeah. You know, like, don't. Yeah. What if he asked you yeah, what that means? Like, don't you make me be feel like, bad because yeah. I'm actually asking a question just because y'all don't know what this shit mean either. You know, but yeah. back, you know, back to what you, we're saying, like, you know, yeah, BM1, yeah. go to BMC. And let's say he does say, hey, chief, I don't know how to be a first. Can you please help me and give me some direction? You did this yeah. before. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And, yeah. I, I, I most definitely can't put my hands on why that's an issue, bro. I, I just can't put my hands on it um, because I feel like everybody, the more we know, the better everybody, you know, everybody is, man. You know what I mean? The more knowledge in this division, the more help, the leadership, the every aspect of this division is better when everybody's on the same page. This sailor said he don't know something. Let's educate him. This sailor need help with leadership stuff. Let's help him because guess what? It's making the team better. So I, I just don't get that, man. I, I'm kind of stuck a little bit on the fact that um, that was an issue, man. And 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 it and it, it does. I ain't gonna say I ain't gonna use your acronym of uh, of your word to use as triggered, but it do it do make me feel a certain type of way, though. It makes when... you feel triggered. <laughs> <laughs> But <laughs> it makes me feel a certain type Trigger. of way, man. When, when, uh, when I think they, you don't, when you don't want to yeah. help, when you don't want, <laughs> when you don't want to well, like, why you don't like, like you too macho, you too macho to use trigger, man. You too, you nah, you too nah, burly nah, man. <laughs> to, to use the word. <laughs> nah, man. But you know, nah, my, my thought process is like this: if you think from a second to a first, right? You should, if I'm a chief and I think from a second to a first, you should know how to be a first. I'm going to make a, an assumption that that same chief would think that when you make chief, then it should be expected that you know how to be a chief with no questions. When you make senior chief, it should be expected you know how to be a senior chief with no questions. When you make master chief, it should be expected you know how to be a master chief with no questions. So pretty much from second class on, you should have it all fucking figured out. That's my assumption. And I no. think that that's... I think that that's a wrong... That's my assumption that I think that somebody would think. I think that way of thinking is wrong. It's prideful. It's egotistic. It's not humble. And I think that that's a problem that... Like, one of a small problem that we have now is don't nobody want to ask questions anymore. You know what I mean? They don't want to ask questions and you don't want to give real training. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to belittle you a little bit so you can get out my face so I don't have to train yeah. you. You know what I mean? I'm going to make you feel a little bad right yeah. now. You know? No. How about train your sailors, man? What yeah. do you think that a first class and a chief relationship should be? Right? And I ain't talking LPO, chief. Right? Um, could be LPO, but I ain't talking LPO. But I'm yeah. just talking about what do you think a first class and a chief relationship should should be? How do you think that that should be? couple things, man. One, um, we got to have a different type of relationship. That's my right hand. 
Right, I feel like my first class is my right hand, my LPO, my right yeah. hand. So well, we have in, a different any first class, right? Like you got more than one, right? Any you first got class, five. Let's say you got more five than one. Yeah, any, any, yeah, yeah. I ain't saying LPO. All my first class is kind of like my okay. right hand. They could, they could be. They all got different titles to what they doing, but we all want to have a team or whatever, right? So, so first of all, we got to get to know each other. We got to know our own vibes and what we good at and we not good at. And sometimes you learn that stuff by by working together for a long time and you learn that stuff by knowing them like 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 for ex- example we might go out for lunch yeah. right the div o me first class is go out for lunch learn each other and and talk and talk not necessarily all like navy stuff just talk so about frat. stuff right so you're gonna practice fr- so you're huh? gonna practice fraternization no all the first class all of us <laughs> gonna be together you know, just all of us gonna be yeah, together yeah. right and, and and you do that you do things like that man and, and i ain't gonna say we do things like i'm saying i do things like that um because i want them to be comfortable yeah. right to be comfortable because i don't want to be that person that's blurting out stuff and throwing stuff that no one wants to come talk to me right especially when it matters mm-hmm. right so that's one thing, man. So the relationship has to always be professional for one. It got to be professional, but also they have to know me as the leader, know that I'm going to hold them accountable. Yeah. Right. And the way I'm going to hold them accountable, sometimes I may have to use them as an example to hold them accountable. Right. Because if I keep letting things, if you as a leader, you keep letting things slide, you ain't holding them accountable. Everybody going to start doing it. Right. So you got to have a, you got to draw a line yeah. on that. Right. Um, but another thing I draw a line on is how I hold them accountable. I hold them accountable behind closed doors. I don't hold them accountable because I want them to be that, the the face of the, I don't want to be the really the face of the division. Yeah. You know what I mean? I want the first class to be the face of the division. Yeah. Right? So they can go out and put all this stuff out and talk about this and everybody going to come to them and talk to them and all this stuff, man. So I'm not going to be literal. I'm not going to, you know, yell at them in front of everybody, but bring them in closed doors. Hey, this is what I've seen. This is what I think you should do. But that relationship, building that relationship, man, is, is it means a lot um, for the division. Yo. Because. Uh, nah, because I was going to say one of the things you talked about was belittle them in front of the division. That's one of the things the seller was, ta- the, the seller was talking to me about was like that the chief was belittling them in front of the division. And one of the things that a lot of like us chiefs don't really know and understand is a lot of times the division be like way tighter than like like you think, right? So <laughs> way tighter. Yeah, so when you like either belittling like your seller, either like in public, or you talking to like another seller about like your seller, like nine times out of ten they talking to each other. <laughs> like they gonna tell, they gonna tell yeah. the other person, like so that like you know yeah. that stuff is just like toxic. Yeah, that's toxic. Stuff, yep, yeah, that stuff exactly. is just toxic, right? What do you think about it though? Uh, the relationship between a chief and a first class. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'll tell you what I told him first. I told him, right? Because his whole thing was, uh, I'm a work. I'm not the kind of person that want to like be kissing my chief ass. I just want to be, you know, and like all of this. But I think sometimes people drive that home too much to where like they not even like visible, you know? So it's like, even if it's work related, it's like the last straw. That's what I'm going to tell you about it. So I pretty much told him, I'm like, yo, dude, you should be talking to your chief every day. Um, you a first class. I think you should be talking to your chief every single day, whether you the LPO or not. Your chief should not have to figure out what you got going on. You know? Um, and my second thing with that was when people start to do the battle of wits with their chief. Like when your chief telling you like the ways to succeed and you not 
you know, going with him. Like one of his things was that he was working on a qual. Um, this and like I said, this is my guy. We talked about all of this, but he was like working on a qual, and the chief was talking shit about him, of course, to somebody else. Like, so somebody came around and was like, "Hey, I'm looking for such and such," um, because he asked me for some training, whatever. And the chief's like, "Damn, he already working on this. He ain't even get this yet. You know, he need to be getting this first, right?" So his thought process was, my boy thought process was like, well, this I'm working on this. You know, I'm going to get this, knock this qual out, boom, boom, boom. And I'm like, yo, but the chief kind of already laid out the map where it's like he said, even though it was in a toxic haze, he said what well, qual is more important first. You know, so it's like, yo, it's probably a good idea to to focus on the quote that the chief said was more important for you to get, you know, because the chief's the one that you can't get away from that unless it's to- like super toxic, semi-o violation, you know, shit like that. You can't get away from your chief. Like, you're not going to win that fight. When, you, when your chief telling you like, yo, you should do this or do that, when you're doing these evals, you know, tournament like this or that, and, and like, do you know that when you're not doing it, or like, yo, I'm a show chief, I'm gonna do it this way, different. That's that shit ain't mm-hmm. it, it ain't good for you. Like, you're <laughs> not proving not the point. For you. It's bad for you. No, nope. you know what I mean. Is when a chief yeah. telling you how to succeed. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um. But I like just with all of that, I think even and even from me as a chief, from the standpoint, I need to be talking to my first classes. I need a relationship. Even my TAD first classes, they know it. The ones who've been TAD with me. Right. And I've made mistakes. I always talk about mistakes I made. Even as a chief, I made mistakes. I learned. I've been humbled by first classes. I learned from first class, stuff like that. But um, even my TAD first classes, no, I talk to them every day. Like we talk. You know what I'm saying? Whether it's about work, something yeah. that they got to do, a task, something about life. We're we having a conversation every single day. You know, this your next rank up. You know what yeah. I'm saying? If it, what <laughs> and you know. Yeah, go ahead. You know it's so funny, man. Like, like being on a ship and stuff, man. And, and even on shore duty, um, even if I got watch, <laughs> you know what I mean. And I'm not at quarters. I'm not here. I'm not there. Guess what's going to happen at the quarters? My first class is yeah, they're going to come and see me. Yeah, automatically they coming to see me, man. And even if your chief trash to you, you should be talking to that chief every day. Talking to that chief every day. Cause I be thinking like everybody, like it's always like a. Cause I was even I was telling my boy, I'm like your chief don't know you, you know, your chief don't really know you. He only going off for whatever he knows about you. He don't know you. You gotta make who yeah. you let your chief know who you are, you know, and not who he might think you are, not who somebody else might have said he. You are the only person that got power over him knowing you is 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 you. You know, yeah, he got some power too, but yeah. we're not talking to him right now. We're talking to you. You know, so what can you yeah. do for him to know you better? Y'all might be able to get past whatever the disconnect is, you know, and that's like, so that's, for me, that's the biggest thing is like, yo, we going to be, you going to be my right hand man. Like you said, uh, right hand woman, right hand man, no matter what, you know, I've been places that where the, like I, I fell back like the first classes um, and it ain't the corny fall back where it's like, I'm not doing anything anymore. You know, it's like, I, I remember, like I said, I remember 
my division going against me to like make sure that they put out the Charlie Fire first shit like that, right? So it ain't like yo, I'm stepping yeah. back. The guys got it, right? We're not supposed to do that either. But I, you know, we gonna be together. You know, uh, you co- yo come up with me. I remember grabbing like my LPO, like, hey, come up with me. I'm about to go talk to the CEO real quick. You know, and it wasn't because he knew more than me about the situation. It was just so he could be with me. You know, and a CEO could see like, yo, this is the brainchild of E Division. You know, whether it's me, the LP on yeah. the Divo, whatever. Yo, come with me. Let's go do this. First class could have been like doing some other wild shit, like not even around me. Yo, come here real quick. We about to go talk to the captain. You might as well be there. You know what I'm saying? And it's just that kind of relationship and that kind of rapport. You know, and again, it's like I said, I've been humble. I've, my first class had to talk to me about uh, things I'm saying in front of the division, you know, uh, as well. You know, it had to check me on that. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, yo, yo, chief, man, like, there's things you saying, you know, and I'm like, well, the whole division, these things is divisional issues. The whole division need to hear it. Yo, but people are, they know who you talking about. Like, they, they know it's something I did. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I had to tell me that. I learned from that. Yeah. That's some real shit. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Um, that's big, yeah. real shit. So, and I'm never too, you know, I'm never too high up to talk about ways that I've had to learn or, or, or been humble. Um, real, real quick yeah. question. Um, you ever had leadership that didn't? It's funny, man. I'm. I got this fool coming, man. One of my classmates from SAA, SCA got me this fool, man. Um, he probably he just waiting for me to hit him up. So if you're a listener, yeah, man, I'm waiting. On, I got, I got some. Um, some 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 food coming, some Japanese food. Hopefully it's good. If not, like I said, I'm waiting yeah. on them. Let food. us know next pod, man. Let us know. Hey, man. so have you ever had leadership that you didn't mesh with? Um, I don't. I already know your answer. Yeah. Not yeah, really, I, I man. I, I'm, I'm a positive tell you. guy. I, I try to make the yeah, most yeah. of every situation. Dude, so man, I know, I know you know me, dude. <laughs> you know that. That's the truth. It's the truth, man. Like, like, so I've been in situations, man, with with, with leadership that shit, man. I have had some toxic shit going on, man, that I didn't deal with, that, 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 um, that they was doing some shady shit in there, do some crazy stuff, man. But I was finding myself in that situation, um, like moving on though, man. Yeah. Like, like for example, they'll say, Hey, I need you to do this while I go do this. And I'll be like, nah. I had to say that before, bro. Yeah. I, I like, nah, I'm not like comfortable with, with standing right there while you do some old crazy ass shit right now. Yeah. You know what I mean? I had to come out and say that stuff, man. Um, but I was being put in some predicaments, man, that I, that I knew. And then afterwards, though, man, like once I'm doing, and this is what I'm going to tell all you guys out there, man, um, which is crazy. It's because one time I got put in a predicament to watch something, watch out for something <laughs> while they was doing something right. else, man. And I said no to it, right? And later on that day, they came, found me, and say you did the right thing, and I never had to deal with that issue again. Nice, nice, yeah, nice. But if you don't say nothing, I'm here to tell you, man, you gonna be asking you a whole lot. Yeah. <laughs> come, 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 check this out. Come check this. No, I ain't doing that, player. I got too many kids. <laughs> How about you, man? Well, well, I, like I ain't even gonna get into that one, but I'm gonna get into this one. Um, with my 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 fuel, okay. like my driver. What like drives me on a day to day, no matter what kind of leadership, I, you know, I have, 
Um, I got like a complex about authority, right? A lot of people that I work for might not ever know that, right? But, you know, here it is. I got a conf, I got like a complex, like when it comes to authority. I don't, my belief system about life just believes that everybody is kind of like equal and we get different interests and we kind of just invest our time into our interests. So the chips fall however they do based off of that or whatever that, you know, whatever the case may be. It's a whole lot more to explain, but yeah. I don't feel like getting into it. So I've always had an issue with like looking at people like, like, yo, this is my boss, you know? And I say the words and stuff like that, right? Cause I've, I'm an, I'm an adult, I've grown, I've matured. But uh, what I do with that is um, I try my best to learn the expectations of whoever I'm working for um, because I don't want to feel like, even though I am, right, this like I'm psyching myself out psychologically, but I don't want to feel like I'm working for anybody, right? So I try my best to learn their expectations and meet or most likely exceed their expectations so I don't ever have to like hear them like um, that's why it's so hard when I am dealing with scrutiny and shit like that, because I beat myself up more than anybody else could ever beat me, like beat me uh -huh. up about shit. But it's yeah. like even outside of that, like, I really don't want to hear this. Like you about to give me the spill. You have to give me like this disciplinary conversation. Like I, I like like and so I just try my best to meet or exceed the expectations at all times. So I never have to deal with that thing. Because I know that even still at my old age, at my big age, or however you want to say it, I still have issues with authority. Like when it comes to jobs and stuff like that. Like I, I just like, and the scheme of whatever I feel like life is, I just don't like believe in that. So I try my best to temper um, my actions, my reactions, my responses, and everything I do to avoid at all, at all costs that feeling. Do I respect the people I work for? Yes. Like to the utmost. I always do. I respect them. I talk to them with respect. They normally talk to me with respect. Um, it's normally that kind of relationship. But I try my best to meet all of their expectations so I never have to have that. Yo, senior, I need to talk to you. This is messed up or that's messed up or whatever like mm -hmm. that. Right. And even then, you know, we have those conversations. But inside, like I'm killing myself about it. Like, yo, like, what yeah. the fuck? Like, why are we going through this? Because I don't like to feel like um, I work for I work for humans. Like, I don't like to feel like I don't like to feel <laughs> like that. Like, we are humans. Like, we all have jobs. I just happen to have this yeah. job. You just happen to have that job or whatever. That's how I felt from like E1, bro. Like, I never felt like oh, like I always felt like, hey, the difference is your experience. You've been in longer shit like that. I have those things to gain, and then I'll have experience. You know what I'm saying? And every now and then I have to remind myself that that's who I was as a person. So when I'm dealing yeah. with people junior to me um, in rank, that that don't mean a junior to me as humans. Like we all die or whatever like that. Um, so, yeah. So that's the way I look at it, bro. That's like my fuel when it comes to dealing with uh, leadership and stuff like that. Again, I want to reiterate that uh, it does not mean I don't respect it. Or I don't respect they rank yeah. or they position and things like that. I just do my best to not ever have to be checked because I know my personal kind of thoughts about having authority. And I say that to my sellers. Yo, if you don't want to feel like you work for somebody, get this shit done. Like, like if you don't want to, like, somebody to talk to you, like, you know, 
like a kid or whatever. And I try my best not to do that. Like with, with, with people I've done it and I've got better, but, and now I really try not to talk to people like I'm of any position that they're not in. But if you don't want to feel like that, then just do what you're supposed to do. Meet those expectations. You don't got to worry about, you know, somebody having this talk with you or whatever like that. Cause they yep. nine times out of 10 don't want to have it with you as much as you don't want them to have it. So that's like, that's my thought True. process with that one. Yep. All right. Uh, book of the week. Uh, I'm assuming you still ain't watched Top Gun yet. No, I'm gonna take. Hey, team. Hey, everybody out there, man. I'm gonna go ahead and take the bullet for this. I suppose it went watch Top Gun. I ain't go watch Top Gun. So, uh, we most definitely Dumbo gonna do his thing with book of the week, but we most definitely don't have movie of the week. And I'm blaming myself when everybody know, but I am gonna go out there and watch it though. And because I'm, I'm telling you, everybody I didn't talk. I don't think I heard. From anybody yet that it sucked. So nah, nah, yeah. I'm most definitely about yeah, to watch it. It was a good movie. Um, the book that I'm talking about, right, is called Good to Great by Jim Collins, right? Um, why some companies make the leap and others don't. Um, and it came in like one of the lectures at SEA is about like level five leaders and stuff like that, right? Um, not gonna get um too much into it. I'm just going to say it's a whole lot of stories in here um, about level five leaders that I think people should read, learn, and understand what a level five leader is. Um, And that's somebody that leaves a company better than it was when they got there for Mm. it to last, right? Uh, Not just a month after you left or whatever, you you know, or the shit went down. After you left, that's like a level four leader. A level five leader is somebody that came through, changed the culture, left it better than it was uh, before they got there for years and years to come or whatever like that. So uh, good to great while company while some companies make the leap and others don't. Highly researched, like highly thought out information by Jim Collins and a crew of people uh, studying and uh, looking at different companies. They had certain parameters, certain specifics, and a bunch of other stuff like that. And um, it equal it equaled out to be a really good book about leadership and companies and uh, success and things like that. I will say that a level five leader isn't the flamboyant, isn't the the one that you see super energetic and like it's just stand out. They could be, but that's not the typical, you know, but it's the it's the humble mm-hmm. person. That like if you ask them how they succeeded, they like, hey man, we just just kept working, you know, like that person, the person that's gonna give the team yeah. the credit, like every single time, um, stuff like mm-hmm. that. So that was a good book, man. Good to great. Great man, that's yeah, good, good stuff. Great. Sounds good. Hey man, that's it, man. I I, I just saw yeah, a text bro. message that the food, my food is here. Probably been here. Um, that came at eight oh five. Yeah, so I'm about yeah. Ooh. Yeah, so I'm about yeah, to go man. these. Might put yeah, that y'all in the know, yeah, I got the microwave. You know, I'm in the gateway. Yeah, man, you at the lodge, man. I don't know if you got a microwave. They treating y'all bad. I'm at the gateway. Oh, bro, baby. I got a full kitchen, man. I got a full kitchen, refrigerator, and everything. Don't get it twisted. Oh, man, for real? <laughs> I got a, yeah. nothing. We got a fridge, baby. <laughs> like, we got a fridge. <laughs> hey, man, Um, this was good. I really like this. I really like this conversation, these conversations that we had. Uh, for everything that we asked y'all for help with, please help us out. We need y'all. Come on. We need y'all. Come on, man. Let's do it, man. Let's talk. Let's talk. All right, man. Straight up. Mississippi. Let's do it, man. Stand up. <laughs>